0: We've left 2017 in the digital dust, so that means it's time for the photies.
1: Welcome to Accorders, episode 95. It's a motherfucking Foddy podcast. It is. It's officially the Fodies. They're here. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And uh, 2017, uh, as it says in our Google Doc, the year we were indifferent to games. Yeah. I don't know if that's totally accurate, but, but this is our recap for 2017. Yeah. There's some good. There's some bad. There's some uh, discussion to be had. <laughs>
0: Ooh, look at yeah. you, fucking rhyming it up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Check out my mixtape. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So do you guys just want to get right into it? Yeah. Figure, yeah. Just, like, yeah. just start yes. cranking out categories. Yes. And then by the end, we'll get to our, our honorable mentions, our top however many we have. So uh-huh. I don't even know how that's going to work,
2: because <laughs> some top of us didn't. Top numbers.
1: Right. Yeah. Our it, top 40s. It's been a weird, like, it's usually we're all kind of like, on an even like, okay, I played this many games and did that. And this, it's been like all over the place yeah, for so many of us. Also
2: just not playing the same games, which is different than we usually have more like, oh, yeah, we all played this of, game and we're like, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's just, it's been weird, but
1: let's just start off with a positive one. Somewhat positive <laughs> games. We played, more than we probably should have. A regretful category. Yeah.
3: I don't know, well, I, I don't mean, know
1: about that. I mean... It's like,
3: we probably should have uh, well, stopped listen, playing
1: this. Diablo <laughs> yes. 3 got this category last year. Yeah. And, like, that's not a bad thing. No. Diablo 3 is fucking I awesome. I regret nothing. Yeah. For real. Okay. Yeah. But... This year, uh, a little different. I'm I, yeah. The, I mean, no Diablo three. We didn't get sucked back into the vortex. No, quite I mean, as I, I like, would not like. I would dabble year.
2: here and there, but I, did, I yeah. felt like
1: it was. it was I mean, restrained. I, I they put out the Necromancer DLC, and I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'm playing it," and then I was like, "I can't do this." Like, I just I couldn't do it right then. Well, I 100 did it, but yeah. yeah, that's
2: beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess I got the first one on there, so I sure. go ahead and mention it. Um, I put Universal paper clips which is a thing i put i put i put played more than i should have but honestly i've i've only been playing this for like the last two or three weeks so i mean but that's almost, probably
0: all you've been playing for two or well maybe it works yeah, it work
2: it's it's it, like it's one of those like set it aside and do other things and come back to it kind of games it is um,
0: generally known as a clicker i believe sure we'll go with that it's like like cookie clicker but with paper clips yeah
2: but i'm i'm being totally honest that like i kind of stole this because of other Tops of the year things like this kept popping up in people's stuff, and I was like, The hell is this? Mm-hmm. I gotta try this, and oh fuck, I'm playing this too much. Um, <laughs> oh, so the reason I put it on there is, is, is you know, work time is different time, like you play or do anything you can to distract yourself from the boredom of actual working. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one works because it's so passive, like, uh, click, 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 move on, let it sit. And I I put it on the play too much list because I've, I've quote unquote beaten it like four times, five times, maybe Jesus. Now. I think um, last time we talked last week, you had beaten it once. Well, that's the thing is like, once you figure out the secret of the ending, you know how to get there a whole lot faster. And it's almost okay. like replaying it is like, uh, let me go for efficiency now, or let me try something slightly different. I noticed
0: it does have a timer mm-hmm. for when you reach certain yeah, thresholds. Milestones.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because we haven't talked about this game. It, It is a clicker. I mean, because you're ostensibly starting off just making paper clips and managing the clicking, you know, each mouse click being making one paper clip until you get enough money that you get auto clippers, which make them for you without the clicks. And then you can upgrade them. And then you have to buy wire periodically to feed said paper clips. And then you can upgrade that. And it's. It just starts off like a, a monotonous clicker game and then goes weird places. And I, I kind of don't want to talk about it beyond that because I feel like it's a thing you might want to experience. And any, anything I say would be kind of spoilery. Um, let's, so, just say it, by, let's just say by the end it has very little to do with paper clips. <laughs> okay.
4: Is it a browser game? Yes. yes. Okay.
2: It is a browser game. So um, it's...
1: Does it save your progress? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: There. Are, there. Are, um, in fact, actually, there is... When you get to the ending, there's two choices. Um, one of which is like Start over or the other ones like nah kind of, <laughs> and if you choose the nah <laughs> option, you're gonna be going in and like clearing your cookies if you want to play again because it will just take you to a point that it's like you will never be able to start the game over again, okay, so mm. I'm just warning you that like you better like be ready to clear your history on your browser or whatever and mm-hmm. get rid of that cookie so um apparently, some browsers like Chrome have a um like almost like a console mode you can enter in that you can do mm-hmm. a thing to it, in fact, actually, there's built-in cheats I read about. That you just changed this one code and, you know, like suddenly it enables a whole cheat section that was built into the game. Mm -hmm, Um, But yeah, I've been playing it mostly in Safari, so I haven't really done that. But yeah, it's it's, it's a weird game. It's a la Frog Fractions, um, other things that, you know, that just go places that you don't expect them to by the end. And yeah, I just, I've played it too much. I even, they have a. you know, iOS, Android app that I went ahead and bought for $2 because it was like, mm-hmm. it's my tip jar basically yep, like, yep. and the, the weird thing is I will say like play it in the browser. Um, it's a little annoying the sound of your mouse clicks, but I will say like, I thought the the ability to just rapid fire tap the screen on the phone would make it more fun. But I I, I tried playing it a little bit on the iPad. the The screen real estate is just not well done. Like first off, you can't play it in landscape mode which is like, feels like you need to for this game. So you end up like just kind of scrolling up and down the screen to see everything. It's it's, it's just not well made, but I don't regret it because I've played, you know, I don't know too much. I've played too much and you know, $2 is the least I can throw their way. But yeah, it's behind the scenes. It's like, it's partially done. Part of it's done by like Bennett Foddy, which I
0: know his name will come up for other things in this episode. And there's, you know, several people behind it and like, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. I, Played it to a point where I stopped seeing progress. Like I got fairly far. You mm-hmm. said from what I described, yeah, I, I, was think pretty, you were <laughs> I was almost at the end. I was almost at the end. But with those games, as soon as it slows down, I lose so much interest. But I did. I did spend probably two days at work. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Doing the- very little work and doing a whole lot of paper yeah. clips.
2: In, in 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 replays, you you realize what are like the holy shit. Like progress just goes through the roof upgrades and you go for those first right because like you know in the first time you're just like what is this going to do holy shit like my production just went crazy (laughs) yeah and then you you know exactly that one the next time so it's like you just hit you know you save up for those things first Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, anyway anyway um yeah moving on i guess i I guess i filled this out first so these are both mine um the other one i put on here is dungeons three i talked a little bit about dungeons two and three um earlier in this year um I put Dungeons 3 on this list, not because I, I regret my time spent with it, but it's one of those things that I kind of basically did exactly what I said I wasn't going to do, which was I finished the story mode, and then I just started playing random skirmishes just just to keep playing the game because I just I fucking enjoy the Dungeon Keeper mm-hmm. thing. It's right. just, it's, it's like that, it scratches that Sims itch, you know, just that like, you know, it's like base building slash, you know, home building, whatever the hell mm-hmm. you want to call it. It's just, it's like a thing that just... you know, I enjoy like, give me a blank slate and let me try slightly different things every time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I just keep going back to it periodically. So it's definitely on this list. Nice. Mine
1: are mobile games. Okay. Uh, First one being Marvel puzzle quest, Mm -hmm. which has basically sucked me back in the same way puzzle quest proper did, except now you've got a collectible card aspect to it, which fucking hell. Yeah. I, I just, it's, That game has a shocking amount of depth as far as uh, the strategies that you can use and kind of like the metagame of, okay, well, this new character they released, if you play him with these other characters, that's going to allow you to do a whole bunch of cool shit that you, you know, basically you create entirely new strategies for how you get through the different types of levels. But yeah, it's it's still a great game and they're constantly updating it and adding story stuff and just adding new cards and you know, which gives you new powers though. I, I am weird about the, uh I guess you call it like the moviefication of some of the characters that are hmm. in it because it's very like comic book based, like, you know, it's characters that nobody but comic book geeks have ever heard of are in it, but yet, you know, certain ones that are well-established characters they are like, there'll be the traditional version of Thor. And then there'll be like the the Thor Ragnarok version of Thor. And just certain characters that are like, like Quicksilver looks like Quicksilver from the comics hair wise, mm-hmm. but he's wearing that douchebag Eurotrash uh, trash thing that he was in uh, age of Ultron. So it's just, it's that stuff. I'm like, this is a little weird. Yeah. You know, I mean, to be but, fair, they're, but, doing but I can that, understand. they're doing that in the
2: comics though, too. They're, yeah. they're, they're folding the designs from the movies into the comics a lot of the time.
1: Yeah. But it's still, it's still a great game. And uh, my other one's Pokemon Go, still. Man, you're still playing Pokemon Go. Jen is more into it than I am. So it's kind of like, well, I guess I kind of have to kind (laughs) of stay ahead of her at least. I can't let her surpass me in level. But that makes sense. But yeah. And they guys doing
0: raids and stuff. No,
1: we've done a few. But like when you only have two people, even if you're high level, it just, you can't beat some of the legendary, you know, super rare characters like you just you have to
0: have a group of 10 and you don't want to interact with any of those people.
1: I don't, I didn't mind it when I did. It's just finding them. Like, like, you know, it's just like, I'd, I'd have to go on a Reddit or something and like find a a group, which I don't want to do that. So, (laughs) that's smart. you know, I just don't. Yeah. But yeah, but it's still like, like they're up to, I think the third generation stuff. So there's a whole bunch of new shit out there that, you know, I still enjoy it, but I've played too much of it.
4: I played some things I played too much yep. of also.
1: <laughs> One of which I will discuss when we get there. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um. So I was looking for things to keep me off the news section off of the, the internet <laughs> while I'm trying to fall asleep at night. And I was just like, I got to find mobile games to play. And so I saw that there was a crazy taxi game and I play. It's a clicker game. And I, we've talked about it on the show before. I played that entirely too much like just like recognizing that there was something wrong with me the amount of time i was spending playing Mm -hmm. that game like every moment checking my phone and upgrading and clicking and making the numbers go up that's literally all the thing is it makes numbers go up and it serves you ads and the ads Mm -hmm. were actually making me download other games that were
2: trash
4: well no the the same thing Yeah, because there's like an office space clicker, which is the same thing. And it was just like I was falling down this hole and I was just like, you know what? No, delete. Get off my phone. But that was after, I don't know, hundreds of hours of playing that stupid thing.
1: I got to say, like, that's why I enjoy Marvel Puzzle Quest is Mm -hmm. because it's not. I need bigger numbers to to because the numbers went up. Yeah. You know, it's it's not that progression at all. Yeah. Whereas all these other ones like Crazy Tax and all that seemed and clickers in general seem to be all right. I'm getting bigger numbers because it wants me to up the numbers to mm-hmm. beat the numbers.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I forgot to put this on the list, but Adventure Capitalist for me. I right. know it's several years old, but like I discovered it this past year and mm-hmm. was like, yeah, it sucked me in until finally I was like, nope, done. Mm-hmm. Get this the fuck out of my face. Un- uninstall.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up going back to the Microsoft Solitaire Collection, which I had quit cold turkey because yep. I was just like, what am I doing with my life? But then I was just like, this is the most... This is the calmest, it's a good non intrusive game. It's a good
1: solitaire game, yeah. And the ads aren't shitty, right? But they still haven't added Star Club. And no, you got to do the desktop <laughs> version.
4: Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay.
1: it, it's basically been said that you that's the be only on the, okay.
4: Well, yeah. yeah, I've played a lot of solitaire and all of its weird, dumb variants, that yeah, are, that suck. Like, True. whoever came up with these dumb variants of solitaire can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like them, but,
0: except for free cell, which can eat my balls. But, um, you don't like free cell? No. That's okay. Nobody should like free cell. Yeah. Um, I I
1: didn't know that true achievements will tell you how long you have in that game. Mm-hmm. 240 hours and 45
4: minutes for me. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> a goddamn solitaire game. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I always knew like at 1 a.m. when I'm on my Xbox playing something and I see you sign in, I'm like, ah, he's playing Solitaire. I'm on my phone. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jen's watching like some people
1: in Alaska building shit show. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I now have the 12 month bronze challenge. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Is that log in every day for 12 months? No, no. it's
1: uh, get enough in the daily challenges to get a bronze medal for 12 months. And that's over the course of, you know, it, it it tracks it by month. So yeah, that's when you have to be dedicated to getting, but I was just like, all right, whatever I'm here. (laughs) I've already, (laughs) I've come this far, man. I'm here, man. Yeah. It's like you're halfway up Everest. and You're just like, well, might as well get to the summit. Yeah.
4: No, I'm feeling lightheaded, but shit. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I luckily put down the mobile games in 2017. Um, After, you know, Pokemon Go and Ingress and um, various other mobile games. I just like no, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use my phone for the tweets and Reddit and <laughs> yeah, and ignoring text messages. Ignoring text messages. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm. A, I, I have a 12 month silver achievement in uh, ignoring text messages, but. Nice. Um, and you know discord just like basically social stuff is what's on my phone these days however there are some games that i played too much of in 2017 mm-hmm. uh one of them was battlefield one that was my and still to some extent is my go-to like i don't know what i want to do i just want to pop in and turn on my console and make some heads explode or something um I stopped I had to stop myself looking at how many hours that I put into Battlefield games now because it's getting it's making me embarrassed for myself um but to their credit in the last you know in the last year and a half they have put out some really good DLC and done some really good things with their maps and and guns and stuff and Surprisingly, there is still more to come from Battlefield, so I will probably continue to play too much Battlefield in 2018 as well. Um, but a somewhat new game for 2017 that I played too much of uh, was Fortnite Battle Royale. Um, I played a little bit of a pubaga, um, and then I discovered Fortnite, and Fortnite is everything that I want out of a Battle Royale-style game. Um it's not as panic inducing as battlegrounds. It's a lot more cartoony and sort of fun and bouncy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sort of appeals to it, it appeals to that side of me that wants just you know, a, a cartoon shooter of, of sorts. like um, I guess it feels not that it's really anything like Borderlands, but it has sort of a feel because it's just there's a bunch of goofy stuff and nothing looks real. And the guns are weird. Uh, even though they kind of look like normal guns, they're still weird. But um, that has become my go-to. Like, I'm just going to pop something in and fuck around and shoot some things. That's that's what I've been playing too much of. And it's the Battle Royale is free everywhere. I was going to say, it's so like, the free mode. So, yeah, it's yeah. free on PC and PS4 and Xbox One. So if you want to play, hit me up. <laughs> I will play with you. We'll squad up and wreck some fools Aww. by getting wrecked.
3: I <laughs> like wrecking. I fools. have to reverse wreck in mm. that game.
0: I have to get wrecked in a fantastic fashion, fashion because I suck.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's how <laughs> multiplayer works, though. Yeah, kind, kind of. of now. You always got to have somebody in there that sucks, right? So that's your job.
0: Yeah, Currently, yes, so that is my job, suck. is to be the one that sucks. And then
1: at some point, you don't suck, and then there's like a guy who sucks, and you're like, ha-ha, yes, yes, you're, you're that guy now. You're that guy now. I have passed I'm the torch, yeah. and
0: by the torch, I mean the bullets. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. All right. Uh-huh. So there we go. Yeah. Games that consume way more time than they probably should have. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Uh, yes. <laughs> winners, all of us, <laughs> and those games winning as well. Uh, now we're on uh, not winners. <laughs> Biggest disappointments. Uh-huh. There were some disappointments this year.
4: A few. Yeah.
1: Horrifying disappointments.
4: <laughs> I bundled mine all yeah. together into one rant, uh, which I'll start with. Yeah. Which is everything EA has done this year. Pretty much. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Except Battlefield 1. They did really good with that. <laughs> yeah. They still supported a game that technically came out, what, two years ago? Yeah. Okay. That's or a year mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's fine. But. As far as like, OK, you think back to EA of the past, right? EA of the past would shower you with games like there would just be stacks and stacks of EA games every year.
1: Yeah, but like EA games kept GameStop in business.
4: Yes, absolutely. Like any fucking pile of useless games you see now is littered with EA games and some of them aren't bad. They were just overproduced, and so there's a million of them. Well, but and
1: and we were the people who defend EA, yeah. Like because of the year two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. That year, I will continue to defend EA. You know, even past that, once they were once they had the partners program. I mean, they put out Rockman Two. Yeah, there was all sorts of shit that they put out that was like, all right, yes, Syndicate, yes. They they just they put out a ton of great games, yeah. even though a lot of people were like EA is evil. They're fucking yeah bastards. And Never it's understood like, that.
0: Yeah, yes, they're evil. But also, they put out some good <laughs> they games. Put out a bunch yeah. of games. Yeah.
1: Now this they, year allowed yeah. those people to. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I told you. Yeah. Told you much. way back
4: when how yeah. bad they were. Now they have four games, three of which they just fucking murdered through whatever. I I, I don't even understand what that company is doing anymore. So they have like they have they have like three games and three sports games, and that's it. That's all they do every year. They didn't even have like their their mid season indie darling that was supposed to come out. That was that game like Phi or fee that was supposed to be like that cutesy platformer music mm-hmm. based thing that didn't even come out this year. That was supposed to be like their unravel mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. And
1: unravel was last year. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
4: So all they had was their, their three sports games and their triple a games. So they released mass effect. They fucked mass effect to the point where mass effect is dead. Yeah. They have killed mass effect with their
1: fuckery. That was one of mine is uh mass effect and drama shitting the bed.
4: Yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't Mass Effect shitting the bed. That was EA coming in and fucking it to death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I mean with shit. (laughs) Yeah, it was a game that was
1: half done in one way, Mm -hmm. basically using procedural generation and doing the No Man's Sky thing. Yeah, and then they said, "No, let's not do that." And also, you still got to ship it at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That that game like. Yeah, so they they that's why it took them five years to make a fucked game. (laughs) Yes,
4: you know, because they made two games in two and a half years because they basically
1: had two and a half years to make a fucked game.
4: Yeah, so Mass Effect is fucked. It's dead last year. They took Need for Speed, gave it a break and said no more Need for Speed. It'll be back next year. They released the worst Need for Speed game this year, and that was with a year break. Now. In this room, I am the Need for Speed apologist. Like, all you guys abandoned Need for Speed years ago. Long and, ago. And every year, and I'm like, come on, guys. Need for Speed is okay. I never really invited it in, personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, Need for Speed might as well be dead. They, If they haven't killed that franchise, they've killed that studio. Mm-hmm. Which they do all... The, they have killed so many studios. They killed Visceral this year. Goddamn. For, for bullshit, fuckery reasons of... We need your games to sell 10 million. You need to sell 10 million more copies than there are gamers. Go. It's like, what? (laughs) How do we make that game? So they closed studios left and right. So what do they have left? They have Star Wars. They fucked Star Wars to the point where the fucking rights holder called them and said, what the fuck are you doing?
0: (laughs) Yeah. There was only up, I think, to go from and I am a, you know, Star Wars Battlefront lover. I, mm-hmm. that was, mm-hmm. we were my all about it. Jam for yeah. a while. Um, I was so fucking hyped for <laughs> Battlefront two. Mm-hmm. And neither of us owns it right now. I don't own it. No, yeah, I've played it. I don't own it. I won't. <laughs> I, I, there was a time where like I didn't pre-order it initially, mm-hmm. like before the, before the beta came out, I didn't pre-order it because I didn't have the money to. Then I played the beta, and then I didn't pre order it because I didn't want it, because I didn't trust <laughs> what was going on there. Yeah. And then the game came out, and I was like, oh, good job, me. Good, good, happy accident there.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I won't, I will not buy that game until they make some fundamental changes. And they've already made a bunch of changes to that game, but they're not fundamental to the way that that, that, that game, yeah. they have not unfucked that no, game. No, they just
4: turned off certain things. Right, right. Like it's you temporarily. just can't, you just can't earn this thing in the game, or you can't buy this certain
0: thing. Right, you can't buy crystals, yeah. to purchase loot right. boxes with.
4: But you can still purchase loot boxes as long as you earn enough. You just can't right. give
0: them real money to do it. They haven't changed Correct. the balance or anything. Exactly. They well, to, they to their them, credit, they they <laughs> yeah. adjusted some of the stuff. Yeah. But they haven't changed how the loot boxes work. They haven't changed anything. They haven't communicated with the player base. Yeah. They have the dog on that one yeah. so
2: i i here's a, i don't know why i never even thought of this before but it's really weird to me that for whatever reason i, I mean we're we're there's a whole section about loot boxes and, and other bullshit yeah we'll get, to that. we'll get there mm-hmm. but but i i just thought about why are people so willing to go buy the hidden toy bullshit and then it's the same people
0: that buy loot boxes. And yeah. the,
2: well, no, and then but everybody pretty much universally says fuck everything about loot boxes in PC games. But we'll go buy these blind blind pull toy things all the, all fucking
4: day because at the end of the day you still get a toy, <laughs> you still have a thing.
2: But I mean, you I think get, like it's you still so, get
0: gear. It just might not be the gear you want. People I mean, buy loot boxes. I, okay. Yeah, I, I mean the I same people that buy loot boxes are buying the blind blind bag toy it's, shit. It's basically. And also toy collectors.
1: Yeah. But it's basically the difference between that and loot boxes is like the loot boxes are built for whales to support that economy. Right. Mm-hmm. Because whales will just keep buying shit after yeah. shit. And it's, but what it's done is it's taken the legs out of all the people who aren't going to be buying a bunch of loot boxes. So it's like, yeah, you'll never get this. Yeah. You know, front friend at work and I were talking about it where it used to be like, if you 100 percented a game, you got this sweet ass costume and you'd be running around and people would be like, what the hell did you get that? Yeah, you got. Yeah, I fucking 100 percented of it. Now it's like, oh, which which uh, which which DLC did you buy? Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not a how many, special uh, thing. How many know.
0: loot boxes you have to buy? Yeah. Before you yeah. Get. It
1: was more like, oh, is that in the gold crates or the silver crates? Yeah. You an- know, it's become that shit.
0: Another thing I will say about the blind box stuff mm-hmm. is that at the end of the day, you still receive an item that's worth something. It may not be the item you want, but it's still an item that's worth something.
2: Yeah, I suppose. I mean,
0: not to say a, that's not excusing them, yeah. yeah. but it, at least there's that.
4: When, when I was a kid buying baseball cards, that was a blind. I didn't know what I was, yeah. a, but you knew you were buying baseball cards, and you opened it up and you got baseball cards. But, and it's like, race, like, I, but maybe you got a Vince Coleman rookie card, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, I got a dollar," you know. But I mean, it's
2: like, but at least like there was <laughs> what ten to fifteen cards per pack. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. and Absolutely, like but yeah. these blind box toy things, it's like it's one thing, and you open it up, it's go. Oh, it's the shittiest character on whatever thing. Or it's the one I already have.
4: Funny story about that. Remember when we were in Orlando and I bought those two blind box Doctor Who things for Uh my wife for Christmas? She opened them both up. They were both the exact same thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was the Simon Pegg character from the. From that oh, season. Jesus. They were both that. Really? That Wait, shitty. Like one
0: Doctor Who blind box thing. Yeah. And it was because Simon all of, Pegg.
4: Because all of the characters that were in it were potentially ones that she would like. Because it was like Captain Jack and all these things. And it was two fucking Simon Pegg things. <laughs> and of course, this is two months removed from Orlando. So it's. Can't, can't take it back. But anyway, oh. still, I have two physical objects. And I was like. I kind of knew they were going to probably be that. So, right. But anyway, yeah, just I, 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 for years I have been screaming about I don't understand EA's business model of from a million games to no games. And now I don't understand their new business model of let's take the games we are releasing and fuck them to death. I just, I don't understand it.
0: Have you seen or heard about any of the VC stuff for NBA 2K yeah. or NBA? this guy it's, coming, it's Let, coming later let's
4: just yeah. segue into that right now <laughs> do
2: you want well, to i mean because we got other things on the list, we can jump around because that's we can it's yeah, our, yeah. It's our own fucking go list. ahead
0: but that's that's what ea is doing is oh, they're boiling everything down to how can we put out five games and put all of the people that buy those games yeah, into and a s- cash ringer well, and still make the same 2K, amount of money that we different did company but
2: yeah. yes because ea's basketball game is shit and it's not the oh that's, even, that's right 2k is not even an ea thing live is their thing and nobody cares yeah is uh, it, it? Did they even release one? I think they did.
1: I,
4: this might have been the year it finally came out. <laughs> oh,
2: no, they've, they've it's been out before. It's, it's
4: called there, was, against, there was Elite. There, that that, that and, was a long time ago okay. when it was supposed
2: to be NBA Jam, had right. bundled into it. And oh, then that's it right, because
4: last year's looked like a fucking cartoon yeah. compared to 2K. Right. And everyone was like, "What? who, who yeah. are these
2: people? <laughs> okay, so, I mean, well, fine, we'll jump to it because it was brought mm-hmm. up. But, like, yeah, I, I am probably despite not giving two shits about actual basketball or sports in general, I fucking love the two K NBA series. Mm-hmm. I really do. And this year's fuck man. It is just like trying to earn VC or virtual currency or whatever the fuck it's actually stands for is near fucking impossible because they want you to give them money. Like it used to be play the game and you know, just Getting good at the game will net you more, you know, you you become a higher played payer and then you get endorsements and those give you more. And then if you needed a boost, you fired up the mobile game, which was like a memory picker, like pick two cards. And if they go, if they happen to be of the same amount bonus, you know, it was like it was just it used to be a VC fucking pinata. However, <laughs> you wanted to go at it. Now it's like not only is it ridiculously low inside the game, what, what they give you for playing the game pretty well. Like, I mean, my player's not an all-star because he doesn't have enough stats that I can't buy because of the VC, but I'm playing pretty well given my stats. I'm not earning shit in there. The only way I'm actually keeping up is by playing their bullshit card battler app and just, oh man, all right. So I'm going to start talking about the ways that's fucking too. (laughs) So first off, you get a login bonus just for checking in every day, which Uh is like 100 VC, which is not much, but it's something. Mm Um, then you can do pick and win, which is like you pick the winners of the of the actual games that year. Okay, that takes a few seconds. And, you know, you start to learn who's... Even though I don't care about uh, NBA, I know which teams win a lot because it's in my brain. And I'm going, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, obviously, Golden State. Obviously, Cleveland. <laughs> it's like those are, <laughs> those are givens. But then it's like, oh, actually, the Pelicans are better than the Timberwolves or, you know, like things like that. It's just like... Yeah. And so you just go through that and come back the next day. And it's like, yep, I got five out of seven right. Um, and then... The actual card battler, which there's a little bit of fun in it because there is some shot in Freud to be had because it's funny watching the people who are like nine and seventy-five and they're in my tier because they bought cards mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they have one card that they bought. And the rest of their bench is fucking garbage because it's it's it's. Is this uh, so it's like WWE. I was going to say it's made like the Is it made, like this, is it's 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 made exactly, by the SuperCard it, people? Yes, it's, it's exactly SuperCard. Okay, um, and down to the same stupid fucking animations. Now, well, because but they're both two K. Wait, the
4: two teams like crash into each other. Two, well, they're both owned by two K. Yeah. So
2: the cards crash into each other, or yeah. they do whatever. Yes, basically, <laughs> like they the, the cards are on the court, and like if it's a offense versus rebounding, you know, like he'll miss, and then the card jumps up and grabs the ball, and you know, it's it's. It's really
0: fucking stupid. Do you it's, have it on your phone? Yeah, I do. Okay, I want to see it at the break cuz um, I imagine it's kind of cute to watch a couple a times. A little bit,
2: yeah. Also, some people like certain players, I don't know who they are, but certain players should be calling 2K and being like, "How the f- why the fuck did you use that picture for my card?" Because there's a couple that are just like the stupidest fucking expression on these people's face. Uh, anyway, but so and you can play what you get 50 50 VC per game, and you can earn 500 a day. So, what's that's 10 you have to 10, play 10 games to get the max amount, mm-hmm. um, which is it doesn't take that long. I, you know, so I usually do it. Here's the bullshit thing about it most games, you know, th- there's a daily timer built in, like okay, we'll check back tomorrow, you know, you know in three more hours, and right. the timer ticks over. Your t- clock for playing the t- 24 hours before you can earn it again is based on when you start the fucking game for the day. So, if you forget and it's like Oh, I didn't start till five o'clock today. I've got to wait till after five o'clock tomorrow. Right. It's it's not a, a set timer. It's when you start your first game of the day. Mm-hmm. So if you forget you know, each day, you can basically eventually lose a day because you forgot too yeah. long. And it's like, well, I'm not staying up till midnight to play <laughs> this day. It's just, it's like every fucking bullshit choice they could make, they made, you know? Yeah. And, <sighs> and it's still like, I'll, I'll fuck around for a week, go back to the game. And it's like, yep, I bought two stats. <laughs> like a two point increases on the stats for yeah. like a whole fucking week of checking into the app it's just goddamn it, it pisses me off because yeah, so the re- game...
4: rebounds went from 62 to 64 right exactly
2: <laughs> yeah but it pisses me off because the gameplay is good like the game itself is good it's just everything trying to progress in it is that fucking bullshit. it's basically they've taken a 60 dollar game and made the
1: free-to-play model pretty much Yep. the same, like not changing the yeah. free-to-play mm-hmm. yeah. it's, it's like, free to play model at all. like $60 free. We have to get our $60 out of this. And then plus
2: yeah. we have to get our other $60 out of this. And then what's even grosser is like all throughout the game. There's a big thing. Like I didn't even understand what the fuck it meant until like I was in the game for a little bit. And most of your loading screens are taken up by two, the 2k TV, which is actually cool that they film original content. And it's like it streams while games are loading and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's actually a cool idea if you're into actual basketball because they interview players and blah, blah, blah. Right. The hot lady interviews people and whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> I didn't even understand what it meant. But like all throughout the game, it, it like there's these things that come up like road to 99, road to 99. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? It means 99 overall player skill. Like, and so, like they're touting this, and then like every, you know, the TV show will be like, "Here's our new, you ro- know, here's our new ninety nine players of the week," and like people's names come up, and it's like, I could buy my way there, like literally, I could hand you money and be yes. there and be on the TV, like you know, see my name in lights by handing you a pile of money, like that's fucking gross.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, but like I said, there's sort of some awesome shot in Freud of like going against those people. It's like. Just have a shitty record. It's like, oh, there's your purple card. Yep, I lost that one, but I will win the four others. <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, know? yeah, that's super card. Actually, right, it's yeah. only it's only four. Because- it's
1: amazing how many games are like that, where basically spending money can fuck you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, and I, I think it's designed like so that whales will be like, well, I guess I got to buy a bunch more. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I can have all. Well, I've definitely
2: had that where it's like they're like they'll have a whole bunch of like mid-tier cards that aren't fully leveled up and it's like yeah you just threw a f- pile of money in. it's like yeah that base card is better than my cards but you know you haven't actually played enough games yeah, to you, you know to a, level them up you and don't have them. a well-rounded deck yeah sir. <laughs>
4: yeah you haven't fed enough cards to that card but anyway <laughs> like eat more yeah. cards it's just yeah. more it's more of
2: the same bullshit we mm-hmm. were just talking about okay cool yeah are we done with the ea rant or was
4: there more no that was that was done yeah. okay yeah
2: yeah, and I guess the rest of them are all mine
1: and they're all like on a personal level. <laughs> okay. I got to say... Uh, EA's
4: personal to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, but I mean like as far as my gameplay goes. Which okay. This might not apply to everyone. All right. But uh, for me, the first one is Cuphead's difficulty level, mm-hmm. which is even on simple mode, you still have to be good at platformers and shmups mm-hmm. to beat those levels. And you have to have a strategy and you have to know what you're doing. It's not like... You know, putting Wolfenstein 2 on easy mode, and you know, you might die a couple times, but in general, you're just gonna fucking waste everything and get to the end of the game. Right. And Cuphead's a game, you wanna see everything in that game because that game is fucking gorgeous. But the game's like, nah, get good, fucker. And yep, that sucks. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's, it, I mean, that's basically making people go, all right, well, I'm just gonna watch some dude on YouTube destroy it yeah. you know i only was-
0: i only watch it on twitch like yeah. not it, that's not a knock against youtube or anything it's just like no. that's where i watch it is where where i get my cuphead experience is watching somebody else play it because i can't handle that
1: yeah it is It it's stressful mm-hmm. it, it's like uh like it's well like i said it's
2: it's weird to me because i don't understand why all of these gorgeous polished games all feel the need to do this yeah every yeah. single one of them
4: or in the blind forest was or- the same way. unravel
2: gets fucking hard yeah. almost immediately yeah yeah, Like, it's like all of these, like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. Fuck, it's hard as shit. Yeah. Like, all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. I know.
4: <laughs> yes, the so only what thing guys I think do, of I mean when you have this cute streak in you that just makes you want to murder the people playing your game. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I understand that the majority of people don't finish games,
4: mm-hmm.
1: but like, if you're going to put this level of polish and music and everything in your game, why the hell wouldn't you make it at least? somewhat easier to see all
2: of it. Yeah. I mean, get, I get to people who have given you the 20 bucks. I get difficulty levels. Like, give me a fucking baby mode. I just want to yeah. see all your content. Like, you have made this beautiful game. Let me look at it. And 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 if you want to give me a anti-achievement that says, like, you know, fucking pussy, does, you know, couldn't play it on anything harder than easy mode. Yeah, fine. Dude, I don't give a shit. I, I yeah. saw the entire game, and I'm okay with myself. And, I, it, like, I, I just don't get, like, I saw all of Cuphead because I'm a fucking master of games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, way to go bro. for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just... it's,
1: it's amazing to watch expert level people play the expert mode of that game on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, I'm, like I said, like, I'm like, like I'm that's just for... one of those things.
1: I can watch that and be like, I will never achieve that yeah. level. I like I, I could play Cuphead for
2: the rest of my life and I will never be that yeah. good. At I'm that not game. shitting on people that are good at games. I'm saying you make a game so that everyone can play with a difficulty slider. Like yeah. if I master a game, Give me a fucking master of game option. Yeah, and if you want to give me like, okay, you can't see
1: the real ending unless you play it on normal. Yeah. Fine, I can't see the real ending. Whatever, mm-hmm. I want to see the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My other one, uh, near automato, being a platinum game because <laughs> that game fought me the entire time I tried to play it, and and like I, so many people have such glowing praise for it, and I want to experience what they're experiencing. And I just can't get over how much I hate playing the action sections of that game. So it's like when I'm not fighting something, I'm like, man, this game's really cool. I'm really enjoying all of this. And then I have to fight something. I'm like, yeah, that's why this game can fuck off. Okay.
4: You're just going to have to block platinum from your life. I think I am. You just, I, they, you, they,
1: they just like, there's something about them that it like, they're like the Albert Pune of I was gonna games say, for me. Yeah. We're like, just,
4: it's never going to speak to you.
1: Yeah. I, I, and speaking of things, <laughs> not speaking to me. <laughs> My, my last on. one. I, wait,
4: I just want to point out how fucking us that statement you made just was. What now. that Albert, it's the, it's Albert the Albert
0: Look, we do a video game podcast. We do a bad movie right, podcast. Know, let's, Jesus. Let's think about this. Like, <laughs> All we do. How many people <laughs> listen to have. this
1: but do not listen
2: to cast It's true. Uh, I mean, a, this too many. a, a lot.
1: Actually, it, yeah. really. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. listen to Bamfcast because
2: we like it and it's pretty good. Just here's your here's your little asterisk. Albert pune has made movies for. A long fucking time, and he's never gotten good at it. Well, it,
1: there, are people, there are people that love his movies. Yeah. Sure. Like
2: every time sure. we're, we were doing an Albert Pune movie, people are like,
1: yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're finally doing that one. And then we're like, yeah, this movie sucks. We hate it. We always hate it. Mm-hmm. And yet we keep trying because everyone's like, no, this is the good one. Trust me. And it's like, no, it's not. They're all shit. And that's that's just me with platinum. I'm sorry. I and and I know there's people like, no, well no, Laura Bayonetta's one of the best games of the fucking generation. It's like, I it get is, it. Yeah. I, I think it sucks. I hate <laughs> playing it. I appreciate the idea of Bayonetta. I hate playing it. There you go. Yeah. Same thing with Nier Mana. And last one, speaking of just hating playing things. I don't know I don't know what's happened to me, but I think I've grown out of first person shooters. Hmm. Like trying to get through Wolfenstein 2. I'm like I'm looking at it going man this is cool like killing dudes this is cool like everything feels cool but I'm just like is this level fucking over yet? Like every single level I play in that game I'm like is this shit over yet or what? Like I I don't know what it is if like that game
2: and I'm I'm like Yeah. played through Believe me I I feel your pain on that because that is both Wolfenstein's for me. Yeah, but but it's like Call of Duty, everything like yeah. first person
1: shooter, like Doom. You know, everyone like fucking loved Doom last year, and I'm just like, well, I can Call play, I can, too, I can play them for about forty five minutes, and then I'm just like, I feel like playing anything else. It, like it's a very weird phenomenon. Whereas like for the longest time in my life, I was all about first, but like literally any FPS that came out, I would play it, and now I'm like, eh. I I just I don't enjoy playing them anymore, and I don't know what happened to me, but. That's disappointing because it cuts me off from so many games that I think
4: a lot of people love. They they have not been as good this year. I will say that the first person shooters that ones that came out this year, I didn't like any of them in terms of like their gameplay. They did not feel like good shooters. Yeah.
2: I mean, to be fair, yeah, I was gonna say World War Two Call of Duty is like.
4: Yeah, I I stopped. I gave up like three missions into that and was just like, I don't want to I don't even know if I'm going to finish this. This is just blah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah I mean it's it that's kind of, that's another disappointment it's just
0: that's kind of a bummer because they usually like I don't really like the Call of Duty multiplayer yeah. but their their story campaigns are usually really good I think I was
2: a little higher on the story I just I mean it was sort of like I've stopped because I've been playing too long and I haven't felt the need to go back but like while I was playing I was like yeah this is all right this is there's some of this that's good and, and interesting. And yeah. I like setting Nazis on fire and things like mm-hmm. that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but then I, when I stopped, I was just like, huh, well,
4: but like, just moved on to other things. Call of Duty space oh, yeah. was great. That yeah. was a game that made you want to play through it and yep. kill John Snow. And you know, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not that I, I think it's just a bad year for first person shooters, to be honest. I, I hope that's it.
1: Cause I like, I want to like shooters again. Yeah you know?
4: Because Titanfall 2 last year also was a, was a good shooter. A I think I need to shooter. go back and play that. that. was a yeah. damn good game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, That's one that kept getting
1: put a, put off because I'd, I don't know, I, I guess I was just never quite in the mood, and then when I was in the mood for a first-person shooter, it was like, well, Wolfenstein 2's out, so I gotta yeah. play that.
2: And, yeah. Well, that one's hard because, I mean, of the, the stench of the first one, like just it, it What, being Titanfall? What, yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, I say that, but I mean, it's like playing Titanfall for the first time was cool, but then you're like, well, where's the story and yeah. where's the Replayability and what, where, mm-hmm. you know, like, but there's nothing fucking better than like jumping in the mech for the first time. But yeah, or a e. Titan, yeah. but you know, like <laughs> Titanfall 2's story is fucking good. It's a mech, a good it's cool. story. You can say mech,
4: but they're yeah. Titans.
2: Yeah, Titans are mechs. Anyway, okay. that's last. That's another
1: yeah. year. We're not yeah. talking about that this year. Yeah. All right. So, moving on from disappointments. Okay.
2: Uh, this is more disappointments, kind of. <laughs> well, Kinda, this should trends. be. <laughs> It should, there should be there good should, shit here, but we haven't found any. Is there yeah, any I have is, one that's half good. Okay. okay. So. I, I like that. Uh, <laughs>
1: 2017 trends. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like, you know, no, yeah. when we get into our discussing of stuff on the episodes, it's usually focused on the specific game mm-hmm. and possibly mm-hmm. mechanics. So we, don't, we don't tend to go out at the broader view. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where we can do that. Where we have the... the, yeah. the we can look back on an entire year. This is our polygon segment here. Kind (laughs) of. But I mean, it's not like these are like hot takes or anything. This is stuff we've had a year to digest. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can talk about it more intelligently than we probably will. But, Mm. you know, (laughs) Uh, first one up. Who who put this in? The, I did. The oh, okay, well that's a start yeah. for <laughs> something more intelligent. Go ahead, Chuck. Uh, so I describe I, what this is:
4: the universal corporatization of games. And mm,
0: yeah, I think I well, know what you mean.
4: What I mean by this is EA. <laughs> well, for yes, but everybody. This to me, for the first year, for the first time, felt like the year where all of the gross tentacles of marketing and PR and fucking outside companies with graphs and charts to come in to tell people how to maximize your fucking Mm -hmm. everything about any part of any game ever. It seems like this year is the first year where all games are just this homogenized bullshit corporate churned out. Yeah, it, it just doesn't feel like there's a vision in anything this year. It doesn't. And I'm, I'm leaving out a ton of indie games. I realize that, but in terms of like AAA games, and I know it's dwindling, and I know we're down to like six of them a year, and I I understand that, but it doesn't feel like there's any kind of vision or there's there's no one who is like, we got to tell this story. We got to share this experience. We got to do this thing. You mean in,
0: in, in AAA? Yeah. Yes. Nobody in, yeah, in in the the with in the, a
1: huge budget gets to yeah, do that Yeah, in the anymore. big
4: business of games. All of it has become this this weird hodgepodge of ideas that get thrown out halfway through and then they're forced to start over with half the time and half the money. And I, I note, and I didn't do this on purpose, but like my top three games of the year are all games that are completely sheltered from multiplayer hooks and other bullshit that it, that would encroach into their, their experience, I guess that they they don't even have multiplayer, they don't have loot crates, they don't have bullshit.
0: Mine are... My top games are basically that, too.
4: And it... Over the years, I mean, there's been, like, you know, the the, the DLC stuff started and people were like, ew, that's shady. And then, like, the season pass stuff started and people were like, ew, that's shady. And then, like, the online pass where you had to pay $10 if you bought a Mm -hmm. used game or whatever, and people were like, oh, they just want their money. No, it just feels like now every game is just all of the worst ideas put together and they're just... You can just point to any game and go, that's how they get you. You Mm. know, it's just every fucking game. Uh Every game has a season pass now. Yeah. And it's like there are some games that don't even need it. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is an entirely single player experience that has fucking blind boxes in it. There's no way to give this game money. But one of the rewards are these tiered boxes that you don't know what's in and you open them and you get random shit out of them. That's insane. What the fuck? Why? Why? why are these rando boxes in a game that you can't pay for and they're treated like the slot machine when you open them up and you go, Oh, I got a, I got a plus 15 fire and
0: a, you know, it's dumb. It's weird. That's sort of a, at least in hc's HZ, HZD, um, <laughs> it is isolated from trying to bilk money out of you. And it is also, it's basically like loot that you would pick up from a,
4: I get that but somebody. it's but it's done under the pretense of a blind box that yeah. you would normally put It's still
0: it's weird that it's in there. Yeah,
4: that's what I mean. Yeah. It's there's no reason for it. Just make it a treasure box or something but they're all like this one's a a, a purple tiered mystery box that yeah. when you open it you have a chance of getting this gem. I kind of
0: forgotten about those yeah. cuz I never sing...
4: I rarely opened them like there. I just have a ton yeah. of them in my inventory and they all just have fucking rocks you know. in them and shit.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's, every game has that uh-huh. because they they're chasing that. I know like, like Assassin's Creed does, too, where it's just like this dopamine thing of I don't know what's going to be
4: in here, but yeah. I hope but it's good. I, I just it, it you know, arcades were got to get the quarters in the in the in the machine. And then we had home video games and it was just this. Oh, my God. It's just stories and and playgrounds and things and everything. And now it's it's become like this weird marketing blitz of just we've got to bilk everyone out of everything. Just get it, get it, get it, get it, get
1: it. Yeah, I think that's the problem is it feels like everything's being strip mined and they're not hiding it anymore. Yeah. It's not like it's not like, oh, well, th- this mechanic works, but I, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, this mechanic's in here because pay up because yeah. it's fuck a fucker. thing that goes
0: in games yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's just
4: it's it's just for for a while we were having the argument of our games art and now we're moving into no their business <laughs> mm-hmm. that's <laughs> and, I, what? Yeah. and problem- again i understand that's where the indie games come in
0: well i i, I want to support your point and then and then drop a counterpoint if i okay. will um or if i may um the suits are taking over video games mm-hmm. At least as far as large budget stuff. Yeah. it is. It's no longer people making video games because they want to make video games. Right. At least on a higher level, mm-hmm. like on a board level or a, or a C-suite level. Um, it is people making video games to make money. The same way movie studios are making movies to make money instead of making movies to make art. The counterpoint is, and I will say this is a good trend, is that there are a ton of fucking amazing indie games out there. And they keep coming, and they keep coming, and they keep coming. And a lot of people are losing their jobs at these studios that get shuttered by EA, and they go on to make fantastic games. My,
4: Um, My only problem with that, and it's not against the indie games or anything like that. However, because everything is either AAA or indie game, all the indie games are the same to me in terms of like attention that they get or where they came from or what they are. And it's almost becoming impenetrable for me to figure out what the good indie game is, because like you will look at the new releases on Xbox every Tuesday and it is just this shovelware bullshit. Of yeah. just, and I look at the list and I go. What's the good game here? I have no idea. And then it takes like nine months for someone to tell me in an end of the year podcast. Oh, you should have played this game. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Sorry.
0: You have to kind of (laughs) pay attention to people with similar tastes to you. I know. That's that's a
2: weird complaint because, I mean, I I feel like anyone that most of the time, anything that's going to be good coming out on the Xbox... Was raved about on the PC a year ago. I'm no. just saying. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to do no, that I, fucking I, I argument. Agree. I'm saying I agree. like it, it, that's the time it takes for like. Oh, this is popular enough to put it on the console yeah. to pay that giant licensing fee. That's.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that's yeah. the that's another problem is that, you know, you're a console gamer, mm-hmm. um, and that's another a lot problem. Of these, too. A lot of these great indie games are not. Coming to consoles right. or if they not, do,
4: they're a way off and then. they're
0: and they're impossible or they're impossible to play on console because yeah. you need a mouse to play them. Yeah. Um, and I get like, that. like getting over it. I think you would really enjoy getting is mm-hmm. frustrating and fucking mind bogglingly difficult <laughs> as it is. I think you would have a lot of fun playing it for yeah. maybe 25 minutes to three hours. Um, but that game is probably not going to come to the console anytime soon because of the way it controls. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: my, my wish for but, all
0: this would be
4: that I, I wish like these companies like and, and Activision almost did it, but then they stopped doing it for some reason when they re- they resurrected that one brand um, when they uh, they put out uh, Geometry Wars 3 and something else. And mm-hmm. they whatever brand they had sheltered, had they re- re- it was supposed to be like this smaller game division. Yeah. Um, is if like if you could just have a publisher, like if EA just pledged to publish six indie games a year that they were really behind, but the pledge was, we're not going to touch your fucking game. We're just going to put it out because we believe in it. Like EA partners. Yeah. Something like that. And you just have it so that it just gets that extra layer of publicity to where it it just, it pushes through the noise a little harder. So I go, okay, EA believes in this. It's getting a, a money, money push behind it people are saying it's good. Okay. All those wheels have now clicked in my head. Let me try this game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I need to break through the noise of every indie game. Most of them were popular on steam six months earlier. Yeah. I've since forgotten about it. So, yeah,
2: yeah. I, if I may make one slight analogy slash reference, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. um, when you, when you, when you started kind of explaining what this topic was, <laughs> right? The first thing I thought of is for me. Yeah. Microtransactions and loot boxes and all that stuff is really gross. I think to me, what's even grosser it, that's happening in games, and and it's not necessarily yielding bad results yet, but it's it's the oh that's popular do that because mm-hmm. that's so corporate that is so fucking bullshit that's that's so like low you know lowest common denominator Hollywood of like oh they're making a volcano movie we got to make our own volcano movie right. you know that that mm-hmm. kind of bullshit and all I can think of is like you know. PUBG gets popular, and now everything has to have a fucking battlegrounds mode. Not all of them are bad. I'm, I'm just saying, it's, it's just that that trend is gross and sad, and really, you know, just really stupid. Yeah, but it made me think of like literally chasing because I, you know, stylistically wise, I think uh uh Fortnite looks like. You know, it's trying to capital, capitalize on Team Fortress. Yes, which immediately made me think of the line of like, you know, and the problem is that people aren't wearing enough hats, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, which <laughs> yeah. is literally the fucking corporate boardroom meeting and of meaning of life or the beginning thing. But, you know, it's just like like that kind of like we don't really understand what the fuck we're talking about, yeah. and you know, our analysts came yeah. up with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To be, yeah, yeah, I don't need to. I, I just
4: don't feel like. No, no, I'm not.
2: I'm not. I'm not shitting on. I'm yeah. saying like. This is going to eventually become... Yeah. Well, all right. Here's, here's an example. We're going to talk about this. Um, <laughs> We're
0: I, going to talk about
2: this. No, 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 no. I mean, it's probably going to come up later <laughs> know, in I other discussions of just, <laughs> games.
0: It's just the way it clicked in my head. Everything
2: being a fucking Dark Souls clone. Like like mm-hmm. the yeah. thousands... And, and I and I don't think I like this year's Assassin's Creed because it it feels too fucking Dark Souls-y. And it's wanted to be control scheme, and it's yeah. not
0: good. The combat that I saw from you today, yeah. I was like, that looks... Yeah. Man, that looks like a Dark Souls move set. Like, yep, yep it is. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's
2: just like that—that that fucking the wrong end of the Me Too thing. That every, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like, like it's
1: fucking gross. Learning all the lo- wrong lessons
2: yeah. from stuff, yeah. I think, is yeah,
1: is the corporate way. Yeah. I just,
4: I don't get the feeling anymore that you just have like this this bunker somewhere where there are a bunch of just sweaty people, just we care so much about this thing and we're just going to hunker down and make it well, because now every two days, Jimmy from, from corporate shows up and is like, what are you crazy kids doing in here? Nah, cut that. That's garbage. Oh, well, nah, my mom wouldn't like that. Nah, the kids aren't going to like that. And it's just like, see kids, you know, it's the, just the like visceral thing. The visceral. I mean, we
2: didn't even know they were working on it. And like the screenshots they showed look like they were making a fucking amazing star Wars game. Yeah. And they're like, no single player games dead. No, yeah. uh, uh-uh. you're gone. Closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> which uh, kind of yeah. leads me to the next oh, yep. next one.
0: Speaking of Star Wars. Well, well <laughs> as
1: far as like they couldn't find a way to stuff loot crates and bullshit into it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's the problem is like single player games. They basically said we can't people play it and they beat it and then they sell it off and we don't get our extra money out of it. You know, everything has to be a service now. Everything has to continue generating money. And of course, that brings us to loot crates. Mm -hmm. And my complaint is a little different. Obviously, I hate loot crates being everything, but I hate how they've overwhelmed any conversation about a game. Mm -hmm. If you talk about Shadow of War, I don't know anything about that game, except it had fucking loot crates and people bitched about it. Battlefront 2. I could not tell you anything about the single player because nobody fucking talked about that. All they ever talked about were the fucking loot crates. Oh, oh I heard.
4: That's because there's nothing fucking talking about. I heard yeah, plenty of people say the Battlefront two-story mode was ass. Really? Yeah, I heard they like fan fiction ass. Really? Well,
1: <laughs> hmm. anyway. Uh, that's, that's Star Wars nowadays. But, um, but just the fact that, like, that's all you hear about now, loot crates. like when PUBG even, like, debated putting them in. Suddenly, it was everybody yeah. lost their shit. But
2: well, they're, they're there. They were just saying they might be able to buy them. I know, them instead I know. Of but, but I remember yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins
1: when it came out. All it was like, oh, it got fucking loot boxes in it. And it's like, I hate to say it, but get used to it. Like, the only way they're going away is if people aren't paying money for them.
0: And sadly... Or if the, you know, outrage wave can take them out somehow.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, it worked with Battlefront too, but not yet. it only kind of a... worked. Here, yeah. Here's
4: the thing, though, about... And, and I am not as angry about loot crates as a lot of people are. I think they are bad for games. But let me just let me just give you this need for speed analogy for their loot crate mm-hmm. system, which is there are three different currencies in need for speed. Uh, in order to get items, there's a timer for the store that you have to drive to in the game that changes inventory every 20 minutes, mm-hmm. every 20 minutes which is fucking weird. And then, like, if you need something to progress to the next race, you have to do this weird slot machine roulette wheel, pick a number, pick a part, hope you get it, but you just spent two Need for Speed points, and now you need to buy 20 EA points to refill your, your Need for Speed points because you've run out of you know, black box points or, or mm. Ghost Games points a or whatever. It's shell game. <laughs> it's it's Yes, it's fucking nonsense. I looked at it and was just like,
0: I don't... It's a way to obfuscate, like, the transaction.
4: Sure. I, I, I get it. But, like, and then you go to the next screen where it's, like, it literally has the best value. Pay $50 and we'll give you all the points you want. Just do that. This this nonsense in the middle of it is just bullshit. It, it's, it's confusing bullshit. And I just stopped playing it because I was, like, I don't know which level part I need to hope to get to spin the wheel to get... I just want to drive good and get better thing because I drove good. I just want to go fast. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, you know, I, I just want the fucking game I paid for.
4: Yeah, it, it's yeah. just it's 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 like leveling in a game has been replaced by buying levels in a game. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you you don't you don't get better at game. You get the opportunity to buy a thing that will make you better at game. And that just seems weird to me, like racing games before started to freak me out when the tuning thing came into it, because it was just ridiculously complex. And now imagine that you had to drive to Vegas every time you wanted to update your carburetor to go uh, 0.2 miles an hour faster or to lessen your weight, eight ounces or something. You know, it's just like, what am I even doing? (laughs) I got so lost in the not game of Need for Speed. I was just like, this is this a racing game? What am I even doing anymore?
0: I don't, like, I don't mind getting into the, some of the minutiae of car tuning. Um, I like it more when it's Need for Speed Most Wanted, one yeah. or two, whichever that one was, the launch game for the 360. Yeah. Or Forza Horizon, where I'm not adjusting, like, yeah. millimeters of, of. <laughs> yeah. Brake caliper mm-hmm. firmness or whatever. Um, I <laughs> promise I know good thing about car. Um. <laughs> millimeters of ride height is what okay. I was yeah, my sure. brain was shooting yes. for. Um but all of that sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> all of what you were describing I just yeah. like real quick while you're talking about cartooning. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you know did you know that they put out a new Gran Turismo game this year?
0: I did. It's I Gran heard. Turismo Sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I've, I've touched Do it. Do you know anyone that's played it?
0: Me. Really? <laughs> I don't own it, but I have played it. Yeah. I'm I'm going to blow your mind. Yeah. I've played it in virtual reality. Oh, God. <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
4: Oh, my God. I would also yeah, like just, to blow like, your
0: mind a little bit further. It's fucking good. Really? In, in virtual in reality. reality. yeah. Okay. Because, like... Their menu is still
2: ass.
1: Oh, my yes. God. Like, I just think about Gran Turismo, <laughs> and you think about, like, where that was in the PS2 era, and how that was just, like...
4: It was up there with complete, Madden. complete... Yeah.
1: Amazing shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the game. Like, you were like, all right... I have to get a PS2 now because Gran Turismo 3 is out. Mm-hmm. You know, like like that is... It was and, worth
0: it. It was dope. You get that hill climber thing and you just... <laughs> yeah, and somehow... You like, put all the downforce yep. on it and you make it <laughs> yep. flip up and drive around yeah, the track that's... at 600 miles an but hour. But I mean, like...
2: <laughs> like that fucking GoBot. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what does that thing have?
1: 1,400 horsepower or something like that? Something like that. You just made it stand up on its yep. heels. Yep. But yeah, but like, you think about how far that's fallen. And that was just due to basically not putting a game out for fucking a decade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then putting one out that you boot it up and you're like, I don't even know how to start a race because I can't find it on this fucking menu. Seriously.
0: Yeah. But anyway. And now I have to take the fucking car to the car wash. (laughs) God damn it. Seriously.
2: Like they need to round up the people that made the menus for Gran Turismo Madden. And like, I'm sure I could think of several others, but and just like be like, you're fired. (laughs)
4: into the sun yeah Yeah. like no yeah your cross media bar does not work in games seriously whatever this is
1: no Uh, like i apply for ui and ux jobs and don't get them Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do these people have these jobs? Yeah, who, who the fuck has these jobs? That's yeah. doing this.
4: Well, I saw like, we, how do they not know what to do <laughs> that badly? When you were playing Assassin's Creed earlier, I about lost my shit when I saw you have a fucking mouse cursor mm-hmm. moving around menus. Oh, yep. I fucking hate that. <laughs> yep. oh, oh my god, I hate was that so on much. much. You were
0: playing yes. that on? Con- oh my god. <laughs> yep.
1: It's fucking idiotic. Oh, who yeah. else
0: does that? Oh, motherfucking Destiny. Yeah. Stupidest <sighs> shit in the world. That is one of the top that's five things that made me wait, that's Destiny. In the Destiny.
2: That's in the console version of yes. Destiny 2 or just for the first, first one, one? The for first sure. one at least. Oh.
0: Probably the second one because it doesn't look I, like they changed a I played a them lot. both on the PC, I think, so I it's just assumed the, it was yeah. a like thing for the PC. That yeah. was one of the things that made me like, fucking ninja star that Destiny disc back yeah. at the red box. Yeah.
4: Let, let, me just, let me just throw out one more bad trend that I've noticed okay. based just on that is this new thing of holding a button down for seven seconds to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, in, yeah. In it's,
2: menus and shit. No, no, I'm I'm fine with that if it's a skip the fucking cutscene
4: button. That's yes. fine because I don't want to miss a cutscene. Right. But it's like if you're at a menu and you hit start and it's like hold Y for seven seconds. I'm like... Why? Yeah. Literally, first, why? <laughs> first, you've
0: got to mouse cursor your fucking thing over, and then you've got to hold it for nine yeah. seconds for it to for it to confirm. Yeah.
4: This is the warning coffee is hot thing for mm-hmm. fucking gamers, where it's yeah. like, someone complained that they sat on their controller and their game started, and they sued Activision or some There's shit. There's a
0: few things that, where it's appropriate. Like, <laughs> if scenes, you are- absolutely. Cutscenes, if you are permanently deleting an item, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like- but
4: every selection now for anything is a hold button not, down. It's not quite
0: that bad. But it's, but
4: getting
1: it's,
0: there. it's more prevalent than it should be. I yeah. think
1: it's one of those cases of like, okay, we don't want to deal with a confirmation screen popping up. I guess. So this is our solution.
0: Yeah. But you don't need a confirmation screen. Which actually screen takes longer for, than the confirmation screen. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's probably some shady bullshit. Like, as soon as you start pressing the button, it starts preloading the next screen. Maybe. So that it can, like be ready because for some reason they can't fucking program a game anymore. Yeah. To I think respond it's more nefarious than press. that. I
4: think they're, they're timing inter- button presses as, as how much you're interacting with the game.
2: Yeah,
0: eh, I don't know. Yeah. I,
2: don't
4: anyway. know.
2: Yeah. Eh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, loot boxes, right?
4: Yeah. Anyway,
1: sorry. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, another mad. thing that I've got in here, um, which is kind of it's a universal thing these days, but just <laughs> the outrage police jumping on
0: anything. I need you to define that cuz that can go There
1: are a lot of people who are basically like Cuphead's racist. Nobody should play that game cuz it's racist garbage. Look at the they they don't represent people correctly in that. And I'm like you're right. It's supposed to look like a 30s cartoon, which is going to have that sort of thing. It's going to use weird stereotypes because the art style would look weird if
0: not. It sort of demands it, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it's kind of like you know, obviously it's you know, missing the, the forest for the trees, you know, looking at the elephant skin and going, what the fuck is this thing? Instead of like seeing, Oh wait, when I look at the big picture, it's a fucking elephant. Yeah. And there's just people that are, I, I I just, I mean, and it's happened with everything. It's happened with movies. It's happened with music. It's happened with everything where it's like, all right, I'm going to take this little bit that pisses me off because I enjoy getting pissed off at things and I'm going to hop on Twitter and I'm going to scream at it and I'm going to make anyone feel bad that they liked this game at any point. You know, and and it happened. I think it happened with Assassin's Creed too. People like, oh, Egypt really wasn't like you know, whatever. You know, it, it that that stuff just
4: what well, happens with Far Cry every time they put out box art. Oh god, yeah. Every time there's new Far Cry box art, people are like that's racist, right? You see it, right? It's racist. Yeah. You're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, is that people? guy's a bad guy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, in Far Cry now, like they're in that weird position of some people are like they went too far, and then there's other people like no man, they should have gone fucking further. Yeah, you know, so they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place now because it's not going to be the satisfying thing that I think, like we think it's going to be, and the people that are going to be super pissed off about it. Well, yeah, but but the thing is also that like the way they've the ways in which they've toned it down mm -hmm. are not going to appease the people who are already pissed off at it. So we're going to end up with this mushy hybrid of.
2: Yeah. If they fuck up Far Cry, I might be done with fucking games. I swear to God. <laughs> Far Cry is like our last hope. It, it right? is. Yeah. yeah. I, I I might just fucking check out and be like, y'all have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be
1: tough. There's but, still
0: plenty of games out there. But
1: yeah, but I, I think it's the same way with loot crates where like Assassin's Creed, the crates absolutely do not matter.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You find so much shit over the course of that game, like anything that you could give them real world money for. Does not matter in any way whatsoever. Yeah, but there were still a bunch of people like, goddamn loot crates, fuck Assassin's Creed, I'm never playing this game. And it's like they don't matter, just like Shadow of War. You you said Harlow that you never bought anything, you never I, had to,
2: and you played the shit out of that game. I mean, I've I I honestly when I get in a new area, I take I because I never spend the whatever dumb currency in the game is mm-hmm. that when I go to a new area now, I just go and open up the follower loot crates or whatever the fuck they are and just because as soon as you um start killing captains you you get these guys out of the crates that you could same. you could get the same thing by recruiting the captain but like they tend to be better quality right out of the gate and you could just be like assign 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 and just fill up an area like immediately mm-hmm. with like people without having to go fight every fucking thing that's the only thing i've like used it for yeah. Cuz it's just like it's way easier to go click, hold, <laughs> confirm, <laughs> open, now go be in that empty spot over there. Yeah. It's it's faster than going hunting him down and subjugating him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, but like like item-wise, fuck that. Like there's <laughs> no reason like you pick up so much shit in that game. Yeah.
1: And I and I figured I feel like so many games are that way where like the loot crate exists only to tempt people with like no self-control whatsoever. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I just I feel like it, it, the outrage on that especially has been just ludicrous. I mean, like loot, 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 Yeah, because yeah. um, <laughs> like people just, like I will never touch Overwatch because of those loot crates, they don't fucking matter. Like they're all cosmetic They're literally shit. a shiny thing that happens yeah. after you're like, I I got a new level. Shine. Yeah. like <laughs> like Yeah. If I ever played that game,
1: all I'd want is that Evil Knievel outfit for yeah. whoever. And, and it, I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to keep buying that one until I get it. But does
2: it change the game?
1: No. I don't even see what my character looks like yeah, yeah. in game. You know, like.
0: Uh, yeah. It's just for loading screens and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's it. And, that's and play of the game.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm?
0: And play of the game. And winner's poses afterwards. No, don't important. forget that you McCree's one. Uh, so it has his belt buckle says BMF. Yes. Oh, no. no. it says Banff
2: actually. Does it? Yeah. 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 Hey. Oh, well,
0: Whatever.
1: we'll take
4: it
0: anyway. <laughs> Last <laughs> thing that I think I'll say about uh, loot crates and or loot boxes. Um, man, I think Overwatch does it really good. Like I, I like the, I like your yeah. system and I like the fact that you get one every level and it doesn't matter. And there's, like the skins are really fucking good, yeah. even though you don't see them all the time. Cosmetic is shit is fine. They're, but they do a really good job with all of their skins. Like they're fucking knocking it out of the park. Well, to me, game.
2: like theirs is like, it's that world of Warcraft, like gain a level that, you know, it's yeah. just taken to another level. It's like gained a level. What cool thing do I have? Right. Yeah.
0: You know, like that's, that totally works but I just for me. I just mean like the quality of yeah. the the stuff and the the skins and everything everything that they're doing with Overwatch I am pretty sure I shit on it back in the day but I don't want to play it but I'm really impressed with how they're handling that game Yeah. Yeah. Especially what, 3 years later or whatever. He's good game. 2 years later? Something like that. But, I think it's 2 years old though. Or almost 2 years old. Yeah. Yep. They doing good. Uh all
1: right. Next one up we got is uh VR is actually dope, but nobody cares. This is my
0: category, yeah, or my entry. Um, so VR stuff is actually really dope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but nobody but, nobody cares. but nobody cares about. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, cool topic. Let's yeah, all right, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. Well, <laughs> it's a bummer. It's it, it is because like I think a lot of us laughed at the you know at the whole VR thing and sort of. A lot of people shit on it, and a lot of people were like, oh, well, that's dumb. Nobody should know it's too expensive. It's not going to work. The games are suck- going to suck. It's going to make everybody vomit everywhere. Uh, it's just not worth it. <laughs> yada, yada. There there were a bunch of reasons for everybody to hate on VR, and I right. am I never remember anything I say, so I may have been among them. But um, Shiny Lights T-Strell, friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. friend of the podcasts, um, bought a PlayStation VR uh, over the holidays. And... I went over, and on New Year's Eve, I, we drank some drinks, and I strapped that VR thing to my face <laughs> and had a fucking blast. Yeah.
2: Did you have the New Year's V-Rockin' Eve? <laughs> 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 That's
0: I, VR. I, yeah. I I wish, yeah. because it probably would have been fucking cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, we played, like, the PlayStation Toy Room games mm-hmm. for... Hours. And those are just free bullshit that comes with the console. Like, they're already there. You just have to plug in the, the VR thing to make them work. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little bit of jank, but they're tons of fun. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, we fired up um, Gran Turismo Sport. Mm-hmm. And at first, because the menus in Gran Turismo are so fucking abysmal we didn't really find the vr section so i just played in like huge tv vision and you know played from inside the car and i'm like well this is kind of cool i guess but uh let me fuck around with the menus and see if i can find anything else and i found after 10 minutes of looking through the menus found the vr section of gran turismo sport and holy fucking shit (laughs) it is amazing Mm -hmm. like that's the demo that should be there. Like, I haven't even played the the Star Wars Battlefront Rogue One X-Wing Squadron thing. We played Gran Turismo Sport. That experience is transforming in video games. You're sitting in the car. Everything looks great. Everything runs really well. You get all the sense of speed and movement. Um, your depth perception is perfect. Like, I was doing sick ass drifts <laughs> within seconds of starting uh, you know starting up the uh, starting up a race because you can f- you get so much visual information that you're able to sort of control you know control the car a lot better i'm very close to being sold on a playstation mm-hmm. vr i just have to find out what else is out there like, i can I have, tell you one thing i have to do the research to find out what else is out there don't buy skyrim vr did you try that no i didn't fuck that looks like ass does it holy shit that looks awful Mm. like i i can't
2: i cannot believe that bethesda fucked that one up so much like the the screen dooring on that is is it really bad oh my god like i i sat in i had a similar experience like so we sat with the playroom for like an hour and then i jumped in uh gt sport and played like several races in a row just Yelling my damn head off as I'm drifting around corners yes. at 90 miles an hour, and then <laughs> it is—it's fucking exciting. I bet. I'm, and I mean,
0: never I'm taking getting exciting like
2: <laughs> like never taking the headset off. Like, or yeah. I think I took it off briefly while we were switching games, and then I put it back on for Skyrim. And within three minutes, I was like, I feel sick. I have to take this off. That's how bad like motion jank it was. And I wasn't even like, I, no, actually, I was doing the one to one motion, but that, I was sitting down. That that really only affects me, but like the. I'm pushing forward and my head is moving forward doesn't feel right or if you turn mm-hmm. wrong and you're still going forward like that that will immediately make you sick but like sitting down it was literally just the quality of the graphics looks like ass.
0: Yeah. Well they're part of the I think part of the problem is that they have to render so much stuff so far out in 360 mm-hmm. that there's not a whole lot left yeah. over. I mean I I
2: I wish they I, I I wonder if they have a demo of the Fallout 4 cuz that's the other weird thing is like they're doing that weird fragmentation thing like Skyrim VR is only on the PS4 I think Fallout 4 VR is only on the PC and it's like you have fucking a platform like yeah. put it on all of them you know like yeah. that's that's what's going to kill fucking VR is if they fucking keep fragmenting this shit cuz like apparently the uh Stern Pinball thing that's been relegated it's in the oculus store but it's only for the gear vr
1: christ yeah
2: and it's apparently it's finally coming to the actual oculus like the thing people actually have not the fucking cell phone thing Uh. but like you know but again that's that bullshit studio that can't Mm -hmm. do anything right but (laughs) 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 except for make pinball tables Mm, um yeah but like bethesda what the fuck like i mean i need to try a demo because i know my pc can handle fallout 4 and then some but like if it yeah, it could have 2 Fallout. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's an old... I mean, it's a semi-new, but feels like an old game. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, I just, like, as good as I can make Skyrim look, I, if... if I know the PS4 can do better at Skyrim. I'm just wondering why how the, why the th- VR aspect of it looked like such ass. Like, it looked like... I mean, it just looked like it was sub 720p, screen dooring out like a motherfucker.
0: It was just shitty. Just mm-hmm. super shitty. Hmm. Get here. I think it's just because it's got to... Render so much of that stuff.
2: But still, that's. A, that's. I mean, Skyrim's a last gen game. Yeah. <laughs> that was a PS3 game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I, I think. It's all
2: them fucking dragons.
4: Didn't it run bad on the PS3? It Weren't there did. problems yes. with yes. Bethesda yeah. games? Yeah. They
2: just didn't ever run right. Well, this. I mean, seriously. seriously like, just go back over there and try it sometime because you're going to be amazed at how terrible that fucking looks. Does, I can't wait.
4: Yeah. Well, maybe you know, maybe you don't. Does the Pro make a difference? It, in- yeah. It okay.
2: Sh- I was wondering because, like, as soon as I put it on, I was like. Bro, you need a pro because this fucking looks terrible. I was <laughs> just giving but a but GT for Sport looked so it fucking does. good, so
0: seamless. Yeah. Bro. I was like, bro, you need a pro because this fucking sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just. And I've only messed around with your Oculus a little bit. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I, I really should uh, tickle your Oculus a little bit more. Uh, Get up in that rift. Uh, yes. Um, because it's, I'm just astonished at how much better it was than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Like I, I was so- like, uh, <laughs> you're stupid. You bought a PlayStation VR. All right, let's fire it up. And 10 minutes later, just giggling like a fucking moron.
2: And also, I was pleasantly surprised because the, I'm telling you right now, for the most part, these store demo things, fuck them. Because they will not be the experience you're going to have at home. Because I tried that PSVR at a Best Buy, with like you know, when they were making the push for those. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see shit. It was blurry as a motherfucker. I put that thing on three seconds of me having my hands on it and like being able to push all the buttons crystal fucking clear. Like I don't my vision problem just fucking non-existent, but I don't know how many goddamn smear marks around that thing in the store. Yeah, every like literally everything. And it was like I put his on.
0: It was like, oh, yeah, this is crystal fucking clear. What the hell was my problem? And it was also super like I wear glasses in Mm -hmm. case you don't watch the live stream. Um, And it was super comfy with glasses Mm -hmm. on, which was very surprising. But so. I mean, again, like when I did the Oculus
2: thing in the store, the visuals were all right. Like I could get it in focus because of the little knobby thing, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like what sold me was those fucking touch controllers.
0: Yeah. like that. The, those touch controllers yeah. are dope. Yeah. Um. But yeah, VR is fucking sweet as shit. And nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody, cares. nobody cares. Yeah. They're practically trying to give away the Oculus or they were right before yeah. Christmas. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Also, the PlayStation VRs were were apparently on sale like a motherfucker, too. Mm-hmm. So
2: I should have gotten one.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, they dropped, they've dropped the fucking... I, I mean, wanted like- to buy one last year because of the uh, Rogue One, mm-hmm. the Battlefront mm-hmm. Rogue One thing, but, you know, cash yeah. money problems. But, you yeah. know. All right, uh, last one we got here
1: is uh, one I added called the braiding of video games. Also, the frog fractioning of video games. Okay, So many indie games that are... Explain their mechanics through, okay, well, here's this meta story that the game isn't really the game the game is what's going on outside the game. And there's... You're the game. Yeah. And there's a lot of that, but it, but there's a lot of them also that where it's kind of the Braid thing of, well, this is actually an allegory for the guy who designed the atom bomb and this, the, he was trying to run away from it. And it's like... I, I still... That one about Braid, I'm like, how the fuck did anyone figure this out? Mm-hmm. Like, you, that game was so obtuse about it. But a lot of games now are a lot more... They figured out how to tell that type of story by the end of it. And to explain, okay, well, you know, here's here's why these mechanics are this way. And I just, I enjoy that a lot of indies are reaching that point where they can tell their stories that way. And making, you know, the controls and the way you interact with the game a part of how the story is told and why the story is being told that way. Which is, you know, what games need to be doing if we want to actually be able to consider them art at some point. Where it's, you can't tell this story in any other medium. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: are you saying this is a bad trend? No, I'm this not is... saying it's bad. Oh, okay, I'm just as a trend. I was too, I'm noticing all of our other more and more. Well, I, yeah. I was just curious because I mean, it sounded it sounded like you were negative on it, but no. To no. me, like these these appear to be one thing, but they're actually something else. Are to me, they're 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 just systematic of the of the what we were just talking about. How the samesies of everything in games is like. Well, we'll make it look like this, but it's actually this. It's mm-hmm. just it to me is it's like a subversive, you know, that is the very nature of art. Like, mm-hmm. it's fucking subversive because, it, you know, universal paper clips. it looks like a dumbass browser clicker, and then you're like, oh, no, there's more going on here, and then, mm-hmm. oh, no, there's a lot more going on here, and then, oh, I've wasted nine hours of my life. But <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. Well, I mean, that one works because it still is the thing, but it's it just gets deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and weirder and weirder. Yeah,
1: but. and, and I, f- I figure the pendulum is going to swing back soon, where it's just like, sure. the indie games are just like, no, man.
2: This is, it's just a game. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> sure. There's no, there's no deeper story well, here. I mean, technically, poor, the game.
2: portals on that list. I mean, it never stops yeah. being a puzzle game. It's just, you, you're you following the story. It's like, no, there's there's a lot more to this. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah. Do we want to take a break?
1: Or yeah. do we want to talk about the best pre-2017 games we played in 2017? Let's take a
0: break. Okay. All right. Before that. Before so, we. So I just gave people a teaser. Is what yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we in the biz call a teaser. <laughs> right. I I feel like I've
0: I've got a lot in that category, so I want to. I want to take a little, a little breather, real quick, and then.
1: Well, then let's take a break.
0: We're back second half hey still hey still a motherfucking footy
1: podcast it still is yeah and uh we're gonna bring the positive now okay yeah we we're a little down in the first half so bring it back up uh, starting off with the best pre-2017 game that we played in 2017 right sir so they can't be Fodies because they didn't come out this year
4: no delicious but leftovers
1: we still like the shit out
4: of them. yeah they may have been Fodies in a previous year yeah we played them in their proper year
1: yes <laughs> But you know what? Nobody does that. Nah. Everybody plays old games. Right. Because you get them cheap. (laughs) Yes. Right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Totes.
4: Uh, I've got two. They'll be real quick. Uh, All right. One is Late Shift, which is that UK made interactive movie that I've talked about on the podcast, which is literally just an interactive movie. It's just a really good one of those and made me think that that genre could be something. Mm -hmm. So I I really enjoyed my time with it. And uh, I, you know another thing that I did this year was force myself to play through Alien Isolation. So but you beat the entire game? I did, yes. Forced, Man. I just was like, I will not let this game be better than me. I want to see all the alien things that this game does. I'm
1: gonna assume you had to put it on baby
4: mode. Of course yeah. I did. <laughs> That's. I need to do that as yeah. well. And even still, that fucking alien will just <laughs> haunt you the whole time. Like, it yeah. never leaves you alone. It's real irritating. But eventually, you start to figure out the sound effects, and you realize what is the ship, the ship creaking, and what is the alien, mm-hmm. and then you're you're good to go to just run around wherever you want, and then once you get the flamethrower, holy shit, you just doesn't matter. Alien comes at you, you just go blap, <laughs> and the thing goes ah, yeah. <laughs> so you gangsta
1: style, yeah, exactly. blah, blah. <laughs> <Alien Yeah. isolation. laughs> blap
4: blap, ah! alien isolation, blap.
1: I now Blind my stars, PC Chuck is hooked Allen. up to my TV, uh-huh. I may play my uh, my modded PC version that the alien is stuck in the vent the entire game. It's a good
4: that's a good way to play
1: it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I might do that. <laughs> Yo, alien, my four four, make sure your eggs don't grow. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: there's there's some real neat stuff in that game, and I was glad yeah. I played it. But it's also it's padded as fuck. Like there should be a third of that game just lopped out of it. Yeah. So but still glad I played it. It was really, really solid once I really dedicated myself to not quitting on it. So, OK, well,
2: good. Alright, uh, I think I only have one on the list and that was probably no brainer. It's Dungeons Two. Oh. I discovered the Dungeons series and I skipped one because I heard mixed things on it and mm-hmm. they said go with two and so I did. Okay. And I enjoyed my time with it and then moved on to three, which is is a twenty seventeen game. So <laughs> look, it's 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 fucking Dungeon Keeper without it being Dungeon Keeper. You know. Slightly legally distinction distinctive, mm-hmm. not Dungeon Keeper, but it's also Dungeon Keeper. <laughs> so Yeah. It's fucking great. Glad to hear. Uh,
1: I have two. Uh, first one is the flame in the flood, which is the, uh, roguelike where you are a, a kid and their dog, and you are floating yourself down the river, stopping at different, uh, spots down the river to forage for food and supplies and all that. And survival basically. And it's just, it's a really, it's a really solid game with a really good soundtrack Mm-hmm. But being a rogue like, if you get a bad run, you can really get fucked. And I think a lot of people that don't like the game basically got those types of runs <laughs> as they went, where it was just like, "Nah, you're you're screwed here. Like, like there's no way you can actually beat this unless you were super good at it." But
4: what but what, what did you play it on? I played it on the Xbox One. Okay, fair enough. No. I was gonna say because the PS4 game came out this year. Really? Yeah. 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 So. Well, I, yeah, it's
2: one of those trickle indie things. Well, then you know what? Then
4: ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> the trickle indie things. <laughs> yeah, it, it
1: had it come out on yeah. It, all I know is I played it this year. Okay, but I I was under the assumption that it was a pre 2017 game, and it was a few guys, a few X Harmonics employees.
4: That's that's okay. That game, right? Which okay.
1: explains why the soundtrack is really good. Okay, yeah, but that's it's a, just a really. It's weird to say charming game, but it's kind of it kind of is, even though it's really dark and post apocalyptic. But I liked it a lot. Uh, I also liked Star Wars Battlefront One a hell of a lot. Like my, I'd say January and February and into March, we're just fucking consumed with playing this game. I remember, yeah, (laughs) like I was playing it every single day and getting the daily challenges and just. You know, and it and it hit that point where it was like you could get the entire package for twenty bucks, and I know that was the problem with that game at launch was there's not enough content. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's just like the main game without any of the DLC just kind of sucked. But when you had all the DLC, and there were always people on all of the DLC packs playing at some point. Like if you wanted to get in a match on any of them, you could pretty much do that unless you're in one of those really weird modes that people just didn't enjoy. And it always sucked when you had a challenge that was in one of those modes, and it was like, "All right, uh, only the people—the only people here are the people who have become the the world experts
2: at whatever this mode is." Yeah. But, but that game—that's a phenomenal looking game. It's, it's weird. I have a feeling that in some way, them kind of wholesale unloading Battlefront the first this year in, in anticipation of two coming out probably hurt two even more. Yeah. Because people got that complete package thing that worked and, you know, all the kinks worked out mm-hmm. and then they go to two and it's like, fuck is this besides all the other horse shit surrounding it, you know, that didn't did or didn't always materialize, you know, it's yeah. just like so many people were like, this was the year they picked up battlefront one. Cause it was like, here's the whole thing. Like you said, and, for 20 bucks. And I'm really curious to go back and see like how many people are just
1: said fuck two And just went back to that one. Mm-hmm.
0: It's weird. The, just a strange note of how, how things progress. like, I've followed the subreddit for battle battlefront and mm-hmm. as soon as battlefront two was released, like every bit of content that was about battlefront became about battlefront two and mm-hmm. nobody talks about battlefront one anymore at all. Yeah. Even though I know that people still play it, like, like I've seen you play it. Um, and I've seen uh green cap drink, uh, play battlefront first mm-hmm. a lot. Lately, and a couple other people, um, nobody talks about it anymore. It's hmm. strange.
1: I wonder if there's just no conversation left to be had. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I guess. I it probably needs to be like it probably needs to be splintered off into its own you know its own but thing. But as long as people are in the game itself,
1: yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, but that it's. I feel confident saying that's that's a really great game that gave you reason to keep coming back and it wasn't loot boxed to hell even though it was basically like you you got to earn these things and it may take you some time but and also just the mobile app that was combined with it mobile was app a good was way really to good get credits yeah. yeah and that that was a good game on its own
0: yes and the an, another nice thing is like the credit stuff you unlock the uh, the weapons and the star card upgrades—you can unlock that stuff pretty quick if you're a reasonably competent gamer, or you play the the mobile app. Mm-hmm. You can unlock it pretty quick, and then the rest of your credits are spent on cosmetics. Yeah, and the cosmetics don't matter much except for like, you know, maybe getting the the shadow trooper makes you a little bit harder to see on some yeah. maps. But as far as the rest of it, the cosmetics like just don't matter, and you can you can get credits fast enough to get all of the good shit pretty yeah. quick.
1: Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed the hell out of my time with that game. Good. And I might Glad go back. Did.
0: All right. So that, I guess that's, it's time for me. And this is, I, it's almost turned into my category because, mm-hmm. you know, I almost never play current years games unless they're, us, you know, a battlefield or shooty thing. But, um, Probably the one that I played the most of because it's the most general game content of these. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I played through that game and it's fantastic. Um, there is a lot of sameness that comes just part and parcel of open world games, but all of the combat is so satisfying. The movement is really satisfying. The upgrades are really cool. Almost everything about that game works. The only thing that didn't really work for me personally was the thing that was actually most touted about the game, which was the nemesis system. Like I loved the sort of ranks and everything and how you could go search out the different orcs to kill and how they all had their super, their own sort of special personalized things about them. But I whipped so much ass in that game (laughs) (laughs) that I didn't have a nemesis. Like when my nemesis (laughs) came out, I'm like, Oh yeah, I've punked your ass like a dozen times. (laughs) Time to die again. <laughs> Time to die again. Mm-hmm. And um, my only real complaint about that game is the the very end of it, which was a humongous cop out of a fight. Yeah, um, it's garbage. It is. It's really. It really is trash, especially compared to the rest of that game and literally any of the fights with captains or warchiefs. chiefs. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty good, and I'm. Honestly, it makes me want to play Shadow of War, despite the you know, despite the criticisms. I just want to play it to see, to get my fingers into some of the combat again, and to play with some of the new toys. And by toys, I mean the you know, new abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that game's good. Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. If you haven't played it, it's super cheap, literally everywhere. So pick it up and play it. Um, my next one is one I played for. Uh, for the pile of shame stream. And it was for uh, part of October month um, until Dawn is fantastic. Um, I am not a horror type person. I don't generally enjoy that kind of stuff. And in the beginning, this game had me thinking like, Oh God, this is just going to be another stupid, like fucking horror thing. Just like a bunch of stupid fucking horror movies. And then it takes a really good turn and it turns into an awesome experience. Um, You can, shameless plug, you can see most of my exploits with Until Dawn at youtube.com slash no quarters net under the Pile of Shame stream uh, playlist, but I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil anything, but the, um, there are a lot of quick time events which I know people have problems with, but in service of this story and the, the type of game that it is. The you story wants you have, to
4: make split second decisions right. and that's best represented by a quick time. Exactly.
0: Event. It's, it's almost the only way that you can, yeah. that you can represent these split second decisions. Yeah. Um, and there are apparently like 900 million endings and 900 different ways that you can play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you this, your decisions will sort of decide who lives and who dies. And sometimes almost all the time, you don't really know what the end result is going to be. Um, there were a couple surprises, uh, that, I, that I had and I ended up killing a lot of people, but
4: like well, a lot of people killed.
0: Yes. Yes. My <laughs> decisions. your bad decision, right, my decisions got people killed or my inaction got right. people killed. Yeah. So, um, apparently you can go through, you can go an all kill play or a nobody gets killed play, play or a, a mixture of the two, um, but definitely pick it up. Um, it's got uh, Hayden Panettiere, who is one of my favorite blonde people. So
4: And crazy Peter Stormare. Yes, it does yet have... Doing yet another <laughs> one of his what voice is that? Right.
0: Doing seven different accents at once and uh, wavering... Southern Hungarian. Right. Wavering through them uh, with irregularity. Um, <laughs> yep. Isn't Mr. It, isn't Mr. Robot in that
2: too? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Not not crazy involved. eyes. Yeah. His, <laughs> Rami Malik. Rami Malik. yeah. Rami yeah. Malek,
0: yeah. Who, like, some people think that he's, like, the most wonderful thing to look at in the world. And he looks like. Dude, if you haven't he, noticed, weird-looking like people are in. I guess. He looks he looks like he's half Steve Buscemi to me.
2: <laughs> My time is
3: now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're in, boys. <laughs> Cha-ching. The um, <laughs> next one uh, is Firewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, yet another stream game for me. Uh, I having the pile of shame stream introduced me to a lot of games that i really should have played before one of them was firewatch which is a quote-unquote walking simulator you know it's one of those types of games it's an interactive narrative it's it's really good it's about relationships and um isolation and um it's another one that i don't want to give away too much of by talking about it but it's really a gorgeous world the story is well designed. Um, the gameplay is minimal because that's the kind of game it is. But everything is smooth and gorgeous, and it's the music is great. Yeah. All of the all of the art in that design that's one of those games where you uh, where you sort of approach that question of you know games as art. Um, in fact, all three of my last ones are approaching some sort of like strong artistic merit. Um, so we'll just go ahead and move on to the next one, which is gone home. Another interactive narrative, uh, which had me pretty much in tears at the end of the game. I was, um, was very emotionally affecting and I've talked about it on, on the podcast before, but, uh, gone home is a fantastic experience and it's really short. You can play through it in about an hour or so. And, uh, Again, super cheap everywhere and you should pick it up if you haven't played it, especially if you have any nostalgia towards the um, late 80s or 90s. It's chock full of, it's chock full of VHS era. I was going to say, if
4: you like VHS tapes of the (laughs) (laughs) X-Files, start poking around in this game. (laughs) Right. (laughs)
0: Uh, The the biggest disappointment was that you can't just grab any random VHS and stuff it into a uh, VCR. However, if you find cassette tapes in that, uh, in that game, mm-hmm. you can find a place to play them, mm-hmm. and you should listen to some, uh, some like, some
1: rat right girl shit. Yeah, I was I was trying to think of <laughs> some like bikini kill.
0: Yeah, some specially made for that game yeah. music, mm-hmm. and some you know some other uh, some other stuff that was picked up elsewhere. But Gone Home is a great experience, and and you should play it. And probably the best and oldest. Uh, of my pre <laughs> 2017 and oldest right, <laughs> right. Um, journey journey is a motherfucking masterpiece that i played last year if you haven't played journey play, put it, play the, it put the fucking podcast down and go play journey it'll yeah. take you an hour uh you will love it it's it's an amazing it's i am so mad at myself for not having played journey before um I'm still mad at myself for making it my
1: second place the the year that it came out in the 40s. Yeah. What it's beat it? Forza Horizon 1. Which isn't a bad game, but like looking back, like my memories of Journey are so much stronger. Yeah. Than yeah. anything in Forza Horizon, but I was like, "But I played Forza Horizon more." And it's like, "Who cares?" Like <laughs> right. Journey is like a one of a kind yeah, amazing thing that you know, it's like Abzu tried to replicate it, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's just not yeah. even
0: close. I drive my Volkswagen every day, but a Lamborghini Aventador is yeah. a work of fucking art. <laughs> yeah. um, if I got to drive it for an hour, it would it would definitely beat out my fucking Volkswagen. Um, but Journey is another one of these fucking games that made me cry. Like, I was incredibly emotionally moved by this, one of the simplest games platformy type action games uh, that I've played that wasn't you know eight bit. Um, twenty seventeen, countdown of tears. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Check it off. <laughs> Done. But yeah, just that whole section of just climbing up
1: the mountain through that through oh the my snow. God. It, yeah, it oh is, god. Yeah. Oh god. It 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 goes on just the right amount of time too. It, exactly. It, it's it's it, that
0: game is so finely tuned. Yeah. And the discovery of What's happening in your like, you're not discovering really what's happening in the in the world of Journey, but discovering what's happening in your immediate world and how things are unfolding in that game. Um, just insane. Also, by the way, in 2017, there are still other people playing Journey. Oh, yeah. Um, which is phenomenal. Sorry, and, there'll
2: be one in 2018 because I never finished the game. Oh, my God.
0: I haven't played Dude. it at all.
2: the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so... Play it.
1: There
0: you
4: go. Yeah. I <laughs> w- want to take a Journey this year. <laughs> it's Yeah. 2018.
1: It's one of those... I almost feel like we... I, I don't want to say we're overselling it, but I really don't feel like we would be. Because it's, it's not something that you can convey the way that you play it.
0: I've... I mean, I've heard so many people say so many things about Journey, and I still was not prepared no. for the way that, the way that game happens to you. Mm-hmm. It's fucking marvelous. Yep. And I wish I could give it my 40 for this year. It's that me good. too. It's that good. It's one hour's worth of the best game. Yep. It, yep. And, and journey is art. Yep. Hands down. I fucking fight me. <laughs> Come to my house. If you want to fight <laughs> me about journey being art, cause I will fight you to the death.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I same thing goes for me, except for uh, my, my, yeah, I mean, Gone Home and uh, Brothers, I will fight people to death that tell me that that is not art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because art is supposed to affect you, and they both did me more so than anything yeah. else mm-hmm. in the history of, I mean, I don't think I've God, ever Brothers heard, is so good, too. Seriously, I don't think I've ever, like, even heard it. Like, I've I never, never finished th- Brothers. I, Do I, I need to finish Brothers? Yes. 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 yes.
4: Yes. Especially if you never finished Brothers. Yes. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> like, see I've never, like, looked at a piece of art, heard a piece of music or anything that have affected me as much as those two things did. Yeah. No, never,
0: yeah. yeah. I've I've seen movies that have moved me similarly, mm-hmm. but I've been moved by things. I'm just yeah. saying, like the the, <laughs> I, the the. As we said, the I've fact- never seen a painting that made me fucking cry after looking at it for right. an hour.
2: Well, I, I just say like the the,
0: the you know <laughs> the, Fuck paintings. Well. This can <laughs> this can only be
2: told in this medium, kind of thing. That, that right. that's that's what's amazing about them, because like in a not interactive yeah. way, gone home would have been like. Yeah, that was a cute little indie movie about a thing. And, and it's like, but experiencing it and, and, the, and, the, yeah. and, the, and the 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 inference of yourself and everything that's going on is just like, it can't be replicated anywhere else.
0: Yeah, I just thought about a specific part and Gone Home and got chills again. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them's good games. If for some reason you can't play them, um, I... I believe my journey stream is still archived, and I believe Gone Home is also yeah. um, up on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash noquartersnet. And I'm not just trying to make you go watch me play video games. I, If you can't watch it, you can at ex- least experience it through my eyes or through my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your do, eyes. Do we get to watch Liquid come out of them? Uh, no, because I didn't have... No camera? Camera. Damn. Oh. I was streaming through the PS4 mm. at that point. Oh, Oh well, so damn.
1: All right, yeah, some good games. Uh-huh. I like the positivity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's keep it going with the best section of a game mm-hmm. in 2017. Okay, there,
2: this is like, hey, there's man, one game that shows up a above- bunch. <laughs> <this> yeah, <laughs> <coughs> yeah. There's a few. Well, uh, for, first off, like I, I, Chuck and I both experienced this, but I, I think you, maybe you wrote it on here. I did. I yeah. wrote it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Madden story mode. Um, yeah,
4: by definition, this section thing. of the Madden menu yeah. is a real good section of a video game. <laughs>
2: okay, I mean it's it's strange to say because it's a it's a wholly standalone experience that affects the rest of anything, uh, any other mode in that game. None.
4: You can continue on as as that as yes. that character.
2: Okay. Well, all right, fine. I guess there's that, but yeah.
4: but as as far as like, does it do anything else for any other mode in the game? No, no,
2: no, no. But I mean, it is just a. Completely original story that's I would say EA's second only to the Fight Night Champion story mode. Yep. Like I mean, it's just that good, huh? It's solid. I mean it's it's, it's
4: the complete antithesis of that because yeah. it is not in any way batshit crazy like no. Fight Night Champion. Fight Night Champion goes for it. Mm-hmm. This is a very sincere story about two guys just wanting to make a football team. Yeah. Um it's it's so weird. It, it, it's weird how sincere it is and also how specific it is mm-hmm. because it halfway through really starts throwing hardcore football shit at you as a player that as an NFL player, you should probably know. But as a f- video game player, you're like, ah, uh, what? And so it kind of does affect the story if you're kind of a football idiot and don't know routes and Formations and shit like that it mm. does Penalize you for that which is Strange but you know whatever I guess that's a little something for the for the hardcore football Guys but yeah it, it, There are hardcore. multiple there are multiple endings to the Story you can get a Not great ending which is what I got <laughs> I, I got a This is not really the best outcome For your character I didn't look that up I just figured It all funneled to the same place now okay No all right so Yeah Madden story mode is A hell of a thing so and yeah. it, it it's I, I think the best thing about it is how well performed it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, even out of like doofuses like Dan Marino, who are actually acting and not feeling like doofus sports guy.
2: Yeah, and and I mean, there's a guy that's supposedly like a former semi disgraced coach. Yeah, I had to look him up. I the way the way it was played so close to the vest. I thought he was a real dude. Yeah, and it's just it's just a made up character yeah. with an actor. Yeah, I mean the dude was so.
4: The actor was acting like a coach so much so that I was like, <laughs> what coach is this? Yeah, I was like, who is
2: this? And what, why do I not know yeah. what this is? Yeah. Why was he disgraced? Yeah. I was just like, what is mm-hmm. the backstory of this? No, mm-hmm. it's all fucking made up. Yeah. Dan Marino is the only real person there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <so> weird. <laughs> but
4: yeah, it, It's weird that your character is participating in a reality show that you barely ever even see. Like, the crux of the whole game is that you're, you've are you been picked for this reality show to get picked for the NFL, and, like, they just skirt past most of that, whatever it is. Are um, you, like, a walk-on or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you were a college star, and then you quit completely, like a baby, basically, because you weren't getting your way, and you went to war. Instead, you just went overseas to fight war, and then you came back and was like, <laughs> I'm going to war. <laughs> you joined Army, and... <laughs> yeah and then you come back and you're like hey maybe i should try that football thing again because your best friend is just fucking hey spike yeah like come on spike let's go do this thing let's play football spike you know so but yeah is your name
0: actually spike or are you just just doing the cartoon thing so Mm -hmm. but anyway yeah
4: you should play a madden story mode it's a it's the best section of madden nfl give me that
0: (laughs) give me that disc chuck Uh,
2: he's got the disc oh (laughs) yeah he can borrow it Mm -hmm. um all right so the next next game there's there's several things mentioned Uh, I, 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 full disclosure, I have not completed the game. I, and I may or may not have gotten all the things that Chuck is going to very (laughs) (laughs) off the wall, like offhandedly sort of try to mention without being spoilery. Yeah, I'm going to dance around these things. (laughs) Okay. The one thing I will say, we're going to talk about some sections in Wolfenstein 2. Okay. Because obviously that, that, that game has some highs, uh, Mm. you know, uh, of different sections. My contribution to this is I I will just simply say the section of the game where you return home. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like childhood home not yes. like back to the base or whatever like that um that section is fucking amazing like i mean for all the cynicism i've had about video games this year this is the one thing that was like the closest to the the arts are the, like the gotten home experience like no pun intended like it like just like something that was actually affecting me and, it, and it's so fucking weird that it's in this like Seriously, like schizophrenic video game, like because this yeah. game like just can't decide what his fucking tone is. But when it gets yeah. sincere, it's really fucking
4: good, mm-hmm. and this section is amazing. So um, there's there's one specific moment that you and I were talking about that oh is a flashback within this scene that you're kind of you're seeing things and remembering back to your childhood, and it is just this tearful mm-hmm. a character is tearfully pleading with you about something, and it is the most sincerely affecting thing in a video game this year. Um, and it's kind of silly when you think about it.
2: It's not though. Like I'm the more I think about it, that is like the most, like one of the most fucking poignant things. In Absolutely. A game, in a game ever.
4: But like at first glance, you're like, well, this is overreacting, silly. but it's overall, it's like, no, that is the message. That is yeah. the thing right there. Um, yeah, I, I wish I,
2: I, honestly wish I could say more about it, but yeah. I don't want to at the same time. Yeah.
4: Like, yeah. I don't want to spoil that. Yeah. um, I don't want to spoil these next two things either, so (laughs) I'm going to describe them in ways that people who have played them know what they are, Mm -hmm. but that's as far as it goes. So, okay, there is one thing that happens about halfway through Wolfenstein 2 that changes the overall tone of the direction of that game. It is a, a lengthy sequence. You can start about when it starts specifically or not, but there is a specific event that happens that when it happens, you go... Holy shit! What did this video game just do? And then they go another step further, and you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> There's a good minute where you're wondering exactly how the hell the rest of the game is going to play out. Okay, right. I know what you're talking about. And now. then they do they they explain what just happened and just and show you what has gone forth, and you're like, "Oh, this is where this is going." That's really weird, but whatever. I'm on board with this. This, is, I mean, I put the controller down. It was just like, good God. <laughs> this is the most insane plot twist I've ever seen in any form of media ever. This is just the people who thought of this are fucking mad geniuses. And the, the level of kind of irreverence, uh, irrelevance that is in this moment, I, I just man, I, everyone needs to f- play this so I can talk about it fully. So. For a game with this most ridiculous thing ever in it. They do something about an hour later that in any other game would be the most ridiculous thing of all time. But because this other thing just happened, it doesn't have as much impact. But holy shit, the more I think about it, the more just fucking insane it is that I I just... the, the, The people writing the script for this game are mad geniuses that's that's the only way i can describe it like the game has tonal problems it has playing problems it has a lot of problems Mm -hmm. but like the storyline and the the story beats and the things they do in this game are fucking insane and in a good way it goes it goes such a long way for this game so that's uh, yeah i need to
1: i need to trudge through it yeah because i'm only in like the uh basically New York fallout
2: area
4: yeah now. you need to yeah. you need to get past that and I,
2: I was I was I was beelining through it because I, I took the advice and just put it on fucking baby mode mm-hmm. and I was like I just want to see this but mm-hmm. I, I just hit a section where I basically didn't play game at any game for about a week mm-hmm. and I just haven't jumped back on it yet yeah
4: yeah some things go down in Wolfenstein. Too. I, I think so, I, I think I got to the first. You did of the yes, two. We talked about I, that. I have not gotten to the second.
2: So,
1: one. Yes. do you feel like they should have saved some of this for the third game or something, or just like, or they were just, they were just like we might not get to make another, so fuck it.
4: No, I, I think I think it's I think these two things are very specifically there for a reason. Okay. Um. The the big thing that happens in the middle of this had to happen. Okay. There was no way the game could have ended the way it started. No way. Okay. So, it it had to happen and then the tonal shift the game takes after that is fucking insane. <laughs> so, um okay, so moving on from Wolfenstein 2. Uh I want to specifically say that the first act of Horizon Zero Dawn is the best part about that game for me. And and when I say that, I am specifically saying up through when your character goes through like the athletic trial portion. And then everyone gets attacked and then you are sent out to find out what the hell just happened. Mm. Everything from that, from the beginning of the game up through that point, when, when that stopped, I said to myself, this is going to be my favorite game of the year. Then I kept playing it and that changed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did it open world you to death?
4: There's, there's some, some places that game goes that I just am not a fan of and part of it is my own imagination thinking how good this first act was and what they should do from that point on. And they don't. Um, But just the, if I had stopped there, never played the game again, I would have just had such a high feeling about this game and what it did and what it was doing and what the potential of it could have been. Mm. Like if they had stopped the game there and said, what happens next? You decide. And I would have been like, cool. You know, (laughs) I would have had stories in my head about where that game went and I would have had a much better time. But the first act of it is just so so good.
0: I have to agree. I mean, all all of that is magnificent. Mm-hmm. I, there's there's a lot of. It's been so long since I played it. Um,
4: I I just think the the potential of where the story could go at that point is better than where the story does go. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um, getting into that game and learning how to play that game mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah, like, every, and up to the point where you sort of figure out how that game works and mm-hmm. like how to use everything. Just fucking masterful. I love yeah. it. Um, I also, re- I, there's a lot of things I like about that game, but I don't want to distract this category with any of that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you got one more Chuck. You want me to skip down to that one? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead.
4: Um, so this is a game. I don't think any of us have talked about, and I just recently started playing it. Uh, so, I started playing Resident Evil seven because my understanding was it kind of has nothing to do with other Resident Evil games. That's true. So far, it's stripped of all that Umbrella Corporation bullshit. Mm -hmm. It is just a horror game that has some Resident Evil menu stuff in it, like herbs and typewriters and that kind of stuff. But so there early on, there's a character who keeps there's a monster character that keeps bothering you. It's like the nemesis from Resident Mm -hmm. Evil 3, I think. It just keeps showing up randomly and just whatever you're trying to do, it's fucking with you. And there's a scripted sequence where you get trapped into, you're trapped in like this residential garage, basically. And you're fumbling around and this thing is chasing you and you're trying to figure out what to do and, and how to get away from it. And there's a car in there. But when you get in it, you're like, there's no keys in this. What can I do? Well, you keep fumbling around and fumbling around and you find the keys and you get in this car. And you're in this enclosed garage and you just fucking ram this monster over and over, backing up in a tiny <laughs> space and fucking massacring this thing and is the most satisfying thing because this this monster just keeps fucking with you and won't leave you alone. And once you get the car going and once you get a line on how you can just fucking crush this thing against a wall and then back up and do it again and back up and do it again, it is just... <laughs> absolutely the most satisfying thing I just when that sequence was over I was just like that that was a fun video game thing Mm -hmm. right there I enjoyed the hell out of that so wanted to call that out specifically all right
1: Uh, mine is entirely DLC related Uh, for Dark Souls 3 Ring City uh, all the boss fights in that are good Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like what happens in the demon prince fight which is one of those where you're fighting two demons at once you kill one and then it supercharges the other one. And it's just in one of those, like, it's just one of those like arena areas. That's just really cool. The music's really great. Mm -hmm. And the enemy you're fighting is just really cool looking. And then after that's over, you realize that you are in an area from dark souls one, which is super cool in itself that it's like, all right, here's this area like thousands of years later. And you know, it's, been turned to shit basically but <laughs> it's just a very cool realization that you're like oh fuck this is where I am mm-hmm. oh man that's awesome and also the Dark Eater midear fight which is I still haven't beaten it but I've still enjoyed almost every run I've made at it it's a lot like the challenge in the witness where it's like you know you you just like well this isn't my run oh well but you don't, you don't get frustrated and hate it <laughs> it's just like alright I'll just I guess I'll try back tomorrow Maybe I'll be better, but yeah, that that DLC is really good and it's a much better. It's, it's just much better from a, in an overall sense than the first one was where the first one, the only really cool part is that it basically looped back to the place where you were. And I just, had no idea that I had traversed that much ground to come back to where I started basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that DLC is pretty good. I like Dark Souls three.
0: I like that that's DLC good. for it. Yeah, yep. It's a BJ. Um, the first time you encounter another player in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. I have heard Player Unknown's Battlegrounds described as the best horror game released in 2017. <laughs> um, and while that may not be true, it is a pretty accurate description. A uh, horror game because. It evokes all of the things that a horror game should, which are sort of panic, well, maybe not all, but panic and terror and dread are huge themes, at least for me, in playing that game because you're out there all alone. You have no HUD to speak of that tells you where other players are. You're in this giant world. You're scraping by, trying to pick up... not scraps, but you're picking up you know, junk off the ground, trying to get enough gear together to maybe make a run of these things. You're watching over, you know, you're watching for where the circle's going, you're listening for sounds, you're looking for things, you're hyper-focused on as many things as you can, and then you hear footsteps. And you know it's probably the end for you, but you have to try to go out fighting or run, and there's just an insane tension and excitement that goes with that first encounter of somebody else in pubg or plunkbat if you prefer that is just one of those fantastic moments where you get your palms get sweaty and you know your blood pressure goes up and your heart's racing and you don't realize any of it until that person invariably kills you <laughs> and you know you get the death screen and you're like <sighs> <laughs> or you survive and you're still like <gasps> wait you mean there's a screen other than the winner winner
2: chicken dinner thing that's this guy eat my whole ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> just every bit of it I've never seen from that from cheek to shining cheek <laughs> I three that's, that's the highest I've made it mm-hmm. um, I think I made it somewhere in the top 20 once but it's such a fun terrifying experience and it is something that was fairly unique for me. Like, just because it's permanent death, you don't respawn, you spend a lot of time and mental effort trying to get everything set up, and as soon as you hear footsteps, or sometimes before you even hear footsteps, it could be over in the next three seconds. You know, it's one of the. I'm very glad, honestly, that this style of game is a thing that is happening. Like, I. I'm also glad that it's uh, that it hasn't been me Too'd too much um, not hashtag me would but like that not literally every other game has picked up battle royale I know a lot have I was going to say are you sure about that
4: <laughs> It's coming it just hasn't reached saturation point yet Right
0: I know I know yeah. there are plenty of games that have you know lumped a battle royale mode into it but um, it hasn't been long enough for it to start hitting like the mega triple A cycle Uh, Yet, it will. It'll be in next year's
2: Call of Duty, and I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: But I like the game mode. Like I, I like that style of game mode. So I'm, I'm happy to see it pop up some other places. Um, I'll be, we'll be, we'll all be sick of it by the Fodies next year. But, um,
2: I, I just wish. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoy the hell out of PUBG, and it's probably going to come up again later. But I, I just wish. Like, remember Mag. Remember the was oh, PS3, yeah, I like mag. Do, yeah. yeah, like massive mag, action game. Mag got fucked by the PS3 players. outage. Like how how did they make that work that well? And we you know, now it's been how long a long ass time since then? Yeah, and we can't get a fucking game to run without kind of running like ass and clunky and. Hey man, it's a beta. I, it's <laughs> early no, accent. it's not. anymore. No, it's, it is
0: released now. <laughs> look,
2: look, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like it a lot because of of those. Reasons mentioned. However, it's like Mag had two hundred fifty six fucking people playing. Yeah, it did. And yeah, how <laughs> like how is that smoother than this? Now, when we all have faster internet and faster everything else. Yeah, there are. Yeah, who is Mag developed by? Do you remember? Oh, that was Sony, I think Sony yeah, proper. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I understand giant studio,
0: but yeah, Blue hole is like nobody. I know, I know. So, and it also is a basically, it's a mod. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah. So there's just no optimization. Like there's there's not no optimization. There's just not been a ton of effort. Um, that's well, even if they spent a ton of effort, they haven't made a lot of headway on optimization. And as what you get, oh, I know. you know, yeah. unfortunately, uh, I, 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 I I'm I've, I'm with you though. Yeah. Like there are a hundred players in this like fifty square kilometer map. Mm-hmm. And it runs like ass until you're down to about 60 players. Yeah. It'll get fixed, I'm but sure, it's, sure. disappointing. We'll it's yeah. disappointing that it's an official release now and it still is kind of like that.
2: I, I, I will say that I think the thing that my section of PUBG that's interesting to me and the, then the most terror-inducing terror, terror inducing, is I will generally go out and collect a decent amount of gear and then sort of turtle up. I mean, I like to stay somewhat, mo- you know, I don't just fully camp. I'll just kind of find a place with a good vantage point. And then if it's close to like for the circle moving, I'm going to see which way it's going to start to move and then head that way. Instead of just like, I'm going to run random willy nilly into the center of the circle and probably get killed. So if I'm, if I'm in a pretty good hiding spot with a pretty good vantage and I hear or see somebody and then don't hear or see somebody that is far more terror inducing. Cause you're like, are they also hiding in the house
0: with me? <laughs> or did they just fuck oh, off right. and keep running? Because like, or did they spot me and now they're sneaking up on me? Right.
2: Yeah. say like that, like ha- I'd rather like have someone run up on me and have the encounter than that. Like, oh shit! Now I don't hear anything. Like, yeah.
0: where would they go? Did they leave? Are they around? You know that
2: that sort of thing. Yeah. So, but anyway,
0: yeah, those sorts of things just super satisfying, and I'm I'm glad that I got to uh, got to experience them sort of along with the zeitgeist this time. Well,
1: yeah, I should probably play that game. That's good
0: stuff and you can get a little bit of that replicated in uh Fortnite BR as well but yeah. i mean it's a bunch of fucking cartoons and it doesn't feel <laughs> like it doesn't feel like it has the impact it's still a little bit nerve-wracking but mm-hmm. yeah all right moving on uh best character is our next characters. category
2: character. characters not a lot on this list this, this year. was a stretch this year really yeah.
1: <laughs> we almost deleted this
2: yeah this category but yeah. a couple yeah.
4: popped up yeah, yeah.
2: I'll, I'll lead it off. So um, as I mentioned, NBA 2K18 has its problems, um, mostly in, you know, corporate fuckery. Um, but I still think the general overall story mode is quite solid. Um, it's it's far less out there than like the Spike Lee joint and all that stuff. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's a much more like, yeah, OK, you know, kind of kind of like the Madden thing of like your person who kind of walked away from basketball and then you're trying to get back in mm-hmm. and, you know you know you have your ragtag friends that you kind of bring along but one of my favorite characters that you meet along the way is there is a security guard uh it doesn't matter what team you on he's just there's always going to be a player on your team called sham wow or you know his name shammy wells but everyone calls him sham wow sure and um so he will follow you he'll be on whatever team you end up going on and then there's a security guard named boo boo Uh that is also always there and Boo Boo is fucking awesome. <laughs> I I fucking love Boo Boo so much. Like he he's weird because like you can't. I can never tell if he's completely bullshitting or if he's like completely serious. And like that's what's amazing about him because like he'll just say something completely straight faced like, you know, like that's what happens. That's how you kill a man or something like that. <laughs> it's like, are you fu- are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> it's just like. And he just, like, like you'll, he'll just be, like, out there in the hall, like, when you're going out for game time, and it'll just be, like, he'll give you, like, some, like, zen, like, fortune cookie bullshit on the way to the court or on the way back. I, I just love Boo-Boo. Boo-Boo's fucking great. And, like, he's such an understated character, because, like, so many of the other characters, like, are in that game are, like, in your face. Like, you've got Brian the agent dude and your weird, weird, weird-ass uh, roommate. <laughs> yeah. uh, be real. But, like, you know, Boo-Boo <laughs> is just fucking great consistently. And, like, Boo-Boo has not had a bad line read. He's great. So I definitely was
4: going on this list for me. Boo boo. Boo boo. Fine. Fair enough. Keep it up boo boo. Uh, so my, one of my favorite characters this year, I mean, it's an existing character from the South park series, but, um, Mitch Connor, which is a hard thing to explain because the series never quite actually properly explains what the fuck this thing is. Um, it, this is basically Cartman's talking hand. Uh, that has been a plot point in several episodes of the show. It began is it, life as Jennifer Lopez, yes, and then but was revealed to be this con man named Mitch Connor. <laughs> <laughs> has come back several times, and it just makes Kyle so angry whenever Cartman does it because Cartman swears he's not doing it, but you can always see they animate his mouth a little bit whenever Mitch Connor is talking. Mm. But also Mitch Connor is doing things independently of Cartman, like dragging him around when he's asleep and fucking jacking off Ben Affleck and just like all these grotesque things that you're like, why is he going to this? These great lengths to this myth of this dumb hand puppet thing that he's doing and they use that to great just they go to great lengths in this game to, to really just. I, I don't I it goes places with this character and it's just it always makes me laugh. It <laughs> the character makes me laugh and Kyle reacting to it makes me laugh every single time. Like when that happens in the game, I was just like, oh my god, just really what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, mine
1: is all the robots living their lives on Earth in near Automata. They're the weird robot like smiley face looking heads that you've seen whenever anybody
4: posts something about near. Mm-hmm. And this is, these are the things that your buddy is telling you to murder.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Johnny <laughs> genocide is just like, we gotta kill them all, And they're like, no, I'm a happy robot. Leave me alone. You know? And they're just like, they're just, they're really weird and charming. And I, I like them. And at least like later on, you get to go into a, a city of theirs and talk to some of them. And they're just, they're, very neat little guys, and it makes you feel bad every time you' are forced to kill a whole bunch of them. <laughs>
0: sure. are they exactly. trying to kill you? Not always, all right, yeah, well <laughs> yeah, not always
1: there There is one specific point where you are chasing them down and killing them. And they're like, "No, please, I want to live." Mm-hmm. And your buddy's like, "We can't let any of them get away."
2: What the fuck? That sounds terrible. Why, why is this a <laughs> <Yeah>. game? <laughs> apparently,
1: like, uh, I, I did not play enough Are they of secret to... genocidal robots? Uh, apparently, you learn more because you play the game from his perspective. Uh, like, do you get to play the game from the robot's perspective? I don't know. You might. I, I honestly don't know. But mm. I, I know that game. Report like, back to us the, in a The month. way it's designed is, like, you beat the game once with your, you know, this, you're the main character. And then the second time you play through as the uh, as the sidekick. So, you're getting different dialogue options, and apparently he can like read minds or whatever. So, Johnny Genocide is probably. Oh, that's why no, he they're like going to genocide us. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So he can't read robot minds. Yeah. But, yeah, it's either way, I love these little robots that are running around. <laughs> so, they're neat little guys or robot, whatever the right. robot version of guys
0: is. They're <laughs> neat, littered, little yeah. <laughs> gender neutral yes. silicon creatures. Yep. Um yeah. mm-hmm. Mine is maybe a, a little bit of a stretch because I'm not sure if this necessarily qualifies as a character, but the there's a game called Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy, which is um, a game about frustration and um, a man sitting in a cauldron with a hammer who uses it to move over obstacles. The hammer, not the cauldron. Okay. Um, Bennett Foddy narrates the game, sort of. Um, Bennett Foddy talks to you during, during your frustrations and basic premise of getting over it. Like you're guy in a cauldron with a hammer and you use this hammer to like grab onto things and fling yourself around and fling yourself over obstacles, but it's a Bennett Foddy game. So all of the movement is rendered in a very strange way. So Bennett Foddy is the guy that made Quop, if that gives you an idea of, um, how difficult the movement is. Uh, Your only control is using the mouse to move around, like moving the mouse in a circle means your guy will swing the hammer in a circle and um, you just sort of use manipulations of the mouse to grab onto ledges or things and and propel yourself around Uh, and you're trying to climb up and to the right and sometimes a little bit up and to the left, but you're generally trying to go up and over. Invariably, you will fall down and then Bennett Foddy will start talking to you and he'll read this it's almost like one of those um, little um, audio logs from The Witness where it's very profound and interesting. But in this case, it's really frustrating because it's pretty much mocking. Like, (laughs) he will say, oh, looks like you fell down again. Well, just remember that For every journey, there is a destination or what? It's some bullshit every single fucking time. And when you're on, like, hour three of trying to climb up the same bit of mountain and you fall down all the way to the bottom again and you get to hear Bennett Foddy's next fucking speech about failure accompanied with some old-timey music about getting your ass kicked, um, it just... (laughs) it just drives you up the goddamn wall and it's but apparently not up the mountain. <laughs> no, no, it does not. It drives you back down the mountain the way you fucking came. You degenerate. Um, but it's, even though it's frustrating as shit, I just love that he must've recorded a couple hours worth of dialogue to fucking mock you when you're trying to play his game. And I think it's a weirdly charming, uh, thing despite its frustrations. Um, May I suggest going up a hill, but then coming down a mountain? Would that I could. Yeah. Would that I could. Yeah. Usually I'm going up a mountain and then back down a mountain. Hmm. So that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, our characters are kind of thin yeah. this year. Yeah. It's I all right, though. want to hug Bennett Foddy to death. Yep.
1: <laughs> well, all right. Uh, next up, this is kind of like our. Hey, listen, this is why it's not on the list category. Mm -hmm. It's the 2017 (laughs) games we want to play in 2018. Mm -hmm. So your favorite might be on here. So it's here. So you don't have to go.
2: You didn't play that. It was actually the best game of the year. Yep. And there's still there still will be some because there are games that aren't even on our periphery. There there are more games than time people. Hmm. Uh, so i i put three on here um some people might agree with them but there were three that i was thinking were going to be the biggest contenders for getting into my top five
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, i just didn't get them um uncharted the lost legacy i am a sucker for the uncharted games um i didn't feel like this one would be any different uh i just never got around to it like i i it was just one of those, I don't remember when, what time of year it came out, but it, it just fell by the wayside and never came back around for me again. It came out October, September, yeah, October, something like that? probably during the
0: deluge the, the of onslaught. games, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was one. Uh, Can I just glom onto that? Sure. I, I've watched about an hour of that being played, and it's it, it's magnificent, and I yep. really want to get to it. I have to get through Uncharted 3 and 4, though.
4: That, that's fair. Yeah, it won't make sense otherwise. Right. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, the other one that probably held the most chance of getting, well, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Cause I heard a lot of positive things about it when it first came out and now I'm hearing some eh, stuff, mm-hmm. uh, life is strange before the storm. Um, I, I, I absolutely adored life is strange. Um, so this was like a no brainer for me, the, I've heard some criticisms about the, you know, that they didn't have the regular voice actress and it was kind of like, you know, the scrubs came in um, from the SAG after a strike and everything. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I try not to say I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I mean, obviously voice acting is important for a video game, but like changing a role, I probably wouldn't have noticed unless they, you know, I'd read about this just because you play so many games and like, you know, unless, Unless it's a game like you know that you just lived in for hours and hours and hours that you just suddenly go like well that's not right yeah. you know like if if Nathan Drake was suddenly somebody else you know is like well that's not right you know but <laughs> but like you know you know uh, uh-huh. Chloe being somebody different I probably wouldn't have caught it if it was even someone attempting to do a similar voice um, but I've just heard that the performances aren't as strong mm-hmm. um, I yeah I think it's a slightly different group of people making this one
4: yeah it was a different development
2: yeah um, so. But I still want to play it and I will. Um yeah, that's it. This guy, I, I just have to because I mean, it's. I at least I have to try it. It's got kind of to like, you know, I loved all the Mass Effects enough that I had to try Andromeda and I thankfully gave up on that quickly. But, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's not good, I just need to know. Mm hmm. Oh and uh, yeah, uh, Telltale Batman season two or it's not even called season two. It's like a whole different story. Yeah,
4: uh, the Dark Within is that what it's called? Something like that. Um, I think
2: Enemy Within. Enemy Within. Thing. That's yeah. it. Yep. Uh, yeah. I just. I mean, I.
4: I so, think you and I are in the same boat. We're just waiting for all the episodes to come
2: out. Yeah, I just. Um, I mean, I could probably alternatively put Guardians of the Galaxy on there because that did all come out this last year, I believe, mm-hmm. from beginning yeah. to end. Yeah. Um, I just. <sighs> Telltale games are weird. Like, I mean. It takes something special to, to rope me in at this point. I mean, I know they're all good to fairly good, you know, at least. I mean, they haven't really made, like, a straight-up... Well, I guess I heard the Game of Thrones... Game one, of like, Thrones ended up pretty bad. bad. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, they're generally doing pretty good work. I'm just saying, like, it takes something extra special to make me want to play a Telltale game because they're so frustrating, and Batman was just different enough that I enjoy the shit out of it and am ready for more. Guardians maybe, too, but, like, I've got to get over that initial pump of like do i want to play this i i, I kind of do but mm, yeah. <laughs> i own it now so I'm, i am probably going to play that and i will play batman when it all comes out but yeah anyway that's it yeah
1: i only have one uh which is prey yeah which uh my friends at tvgp their podcast that was their unanimous game of the year uh-huh. from all of them and they do a top ten, so they play a lot more games than we do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh yeah. But they all were like, Yeah, pray. It's all the best parts of Bioshock, but with a lot of other really cool mechanics and other things going on in it. So I have a copy sitting on my hard drive. I just ran out of time and I didn't want to, you know, play like three or four hours of it and be like, Yeah, this is great. I'm gonna put yeah. it on the list, you know. That's doesn't work that way.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got the disc, but I was just like, I am i don't have enough time to start it and I don't want to march into it and say, "Yeah,
0: so good, and then it goes to shit.
1: Yeah, and you don't want to power through a game either and just like not really get to experience
0: any of it. Yeah. So. I didn't write them on the list, but I, I do have a few. Um, number one is my s- same one that I that I say every year, which is some fucking games. Any games. Y- mm-hmm. Year should, of game. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not Here promising year of game. Streaming has made you a lot better. <laughs> Problem is, they're not, the current year's games, right, right. I've played definitely a lot more games, but um, you gotta get caught up. Yeah, yeah. I'll never be caught up. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're here. No, it's 2018. You're caught up. Let's do this. <laughs> right. I need to start <laughs> off. What's the
4: next game coming out? Let's right. do this. <laughs>
0: um, there are a few. Uh, I I really want to play Doom and Wolfenstein 2 and uh Hellblade, mm-hmm. the, the Senuous Chronicles, um, and the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, which I haven't had a chance to get to yet. Um. And there are a ton more smaller games that I probably overlooked in the list, um, but there were like a million video games released in 2017. I just want to play video games, you heard?
4: Exactly. <laughs> well said. Thank you. So- All right.
1: Uh, here's where we get to the good stuff. Ooh, oh, finally. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do our honorable mentions first, and then <clears throat> we'll do our, uh, our top whatever. Okay. I have five. Honorable Mentions? No, I have five of my top five. Honorable Mentions, I don't have that many, but we'll just kind of lump them all together, each of us.
4: I worked it out. I have a top five also, so... Okay.
1: All right. So, our Honorable Mentions. Right. For the year. Yeah. Who would like to go first? I have one.
4: Mention it honorably, sir. All right. Uh, I will say the entire package of Madden NFL 18, because the story mode is a worthy addition, and if you play regular Madden on the Xbox one X. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a game. It looks and sounds great and plays relatively smoothly, which is yeah. something that game has been lacking over the last few years. So good job, Madden. You're the one thing EA didn't fuck <laughs> up this year. <laughs> Hooray,
1: EA. Good job. Hooray. <laughs> also, I also like this part of the show because none of us know what the we're all looking at our uh-huh. phones right uh-huh. now. We're yeah,
2: like, we like, have a shared uh Spreadsheet for yeah, no, everything is, else, but this is personal. Yeah, so this, this is where we really time. get to find yeah. out it's personal. Yeah, we get to surprise everybody. So that's it. Yeah, the true one on honorable on, 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 on mention. Madden. Are we just going around. Yeah, sure. Okay, shit. Okay, so I I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I, I, these are all gonna be quick, but I I, I have a cheater list because I have honorable mentions. And I have a chest off the list. <laughs> of course. Like, oh I, no,
0: no, you can't. Come on, Chuck did that for Bamcast. Whatever. I, I'm
2: just rattling them off. I don't have any commentary on top of it. Okay. My chest off the list. List. <laughs> Wolfenstein Two. Mm-hmm. Zelda, Breath of the Wild, South Park, Fracture, Fractured Butthole, and Injustice 2. Those are all just slightly out of my realm of not honorable mentions or Fodies. Okay. <laughs> They're just mentions. They're just. <laughs> well, they, they bear mentioning over some other
0: shit that I played,
2: is all I'm saying. Like, I played some. Good stuff. job,
0: games. Oh, you yeah. played. <laughs> Nan? I played some. Neh. I heard Mackie played.
2: <laughs> if you want, fine. Then I have nine honorable mentions, okay? <laughs> all, right.
0: all right. There you go. Go. Fine.
2: Other honorable, actual these honorable These ones mentions. get honor. These are actually, these are with honor. <laughs> however, honor. However, for honor, not anywhere on in this list. What? I oh. can yeah. <laughs> uh, wait for the sequel, What five about honor. dishonored?
0: Uh, shit, no. He's on. actually reading his dishonored honorable mentions right now. <laughs> uh, Happy dishonored honorable yeah. mentions.
2: Uh, no, my honorable mentions are Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cuphead. Mm-hmm. SteamWorld Dig 2. hmm which I don't know if I've talked I talked about it a little bit on this. Yeah. 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 Uh Super Mario Odyssey, Mhm. and Everybody's Golf. Ah, yes. Um so I all, I think all 5 and or 9 of these games are damn fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just have some issues with all of them and, and they did not make my top 5. Um I think I think out of that I the, the ones I need to qu- qualify if I have to speak on them. Mm-hmm. I I have to say Horizon Zero Dawn for a lot of the same reasons you had. I I really liked the setup of that game and i like playing the game i did not like where the story ended up i thought where the story ended up was cl- sci-fi cliche bullshit
3: okay
2: um and i called it and i was mad that i called it so early because i was like it can't be that dumb oh it's that dumb <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um cuphead goddamn glorious game just just don't give me a fucking baby mode that lets me see everything that's all i got to say um Everything else, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Just those two are like, I feel like a lot of people are putting them in like their super high echelon, and I'm like, I get it. I just. It's not for you. It's not 100% for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All
1: right, my honorable mentions. These are ones pretty much that could have made the list if I had had the time to actually complete them. Hmm. Uh, First one, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. I really liked what I played of it, but, you know, that's a huge huge game to go through and yeah, I, my time went other places. Uh, same with Wolfenstein 2 where it was just a matter of I tried to beat uh, Wolfenstein 1 before doing Wolfenstein 2 and I should have just like jumped into Wolfenstein 2 and done it that way but I didn't, but everything that I did play of it, despite my, you know, my feeling right now of man, first person shooters just aren't doing it for me. I still I like where the story was going I like the flashback stuff and all the settings were really fucking cool. Like like just the, the whole steampunky sixties world that they have going on is really cool. And reading all, you know, the fake newspapers
2: and in, in there and just all that
1: stuff is really cool. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know why the star cards make me laugh the most. Oh, just yeah. these like made up famous people <sighs> that are like, they don't give you any details. just like, yeah, you just oh, hear yeah. random weird dude. <laughs> yes. Those are hilarious to me for some reason. Yeah.
1: They are. And, and the yeah. pictures are just like, yeah, Yep. Lamest pictures of all these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh near Automata, despite my complaints about actually playing it, the storyline, I was really I really want to know where that where that entire story goes. So I'm just gonna set it to easy mode where it plays itself and just do it that way. You know, and I guess buy the trophies later or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, and the last one, uh which is one I actually did play all the way through, is uh the Rings Ring City DLC for Dark Souls three. Which okay. was just really satisfying to me, as far as like, here we're wrapping up the series, we're hitting on some high points, and you know we're visiting a few areas that you probably will recognize at some point, and and you fought a fucking giant dragon, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it, that was a damn good DLC. And that one almost made the list, but not quite.
0: I would like to give an honorable mention to GT Sport VR because. The amount of joy that driving in VR gave me, even just for a couple hours, is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, I had such a fucking hoot playing that game. <laughs> Everything surrounding it is garbage, but when you get into that car, rev it up, look left, see a car you're racing against, look right and see the sidewall, you know, and going around turns and being able to look you know, look off to the side and see your, you know, see your line and and all that without having to have that above the car view or use the right stick to look around just makes a world of fucking difference in a racing game. And it is such a fantastic experience, but everything else around it is garbage. And that's why it stays in the honorable mention pile. Um, the other one is, uh, despite sort of general praise for it, Fortnite BR, Fortnite Battle Royale. It's kind of my like. It's kind of my jam as far as the battle Roy- Roy- royale goes because it's a lot less steep of an entry. Um, it plays a little bit more like a regular goofy multiplayer game in that it doesn't it doesn't take very long to get back into a new game. It's all sorts of colorful and fun and silly, but it's you know it's fairly shallow Uh, even though the like the building mechanic the fact that you can like build walls and stairs and everything you can derive some depth out of it but it's it's pretty simple and also like I'm gonna have to give it a knock for Epic sort of ripping off one of their own customers (laughs) Um, you know they uh, I think we sort of talked about this before but you know a company that's licensing your engine makes a successful you know, sort of game. And then you immediately make it free, not immediately, but you take, you know, you take that mode and make it a free part of this other game that you're trying to sell. And uh, there's some shadiness to it. I'm not saying like, I'm not super offended by it, but it gets, it gets a knot or it gets a knock for, you know, for kind of ripping off one of their own customers blatantly. There's um, your dishonorable mention. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <there it> is. <laughs> um, but I still like I still like it, and I still play it, because it's, it's fun. But it's my honorable mentions. I'm going to save everything else for actual voties. Man.
2: Well, it's that time. How, how are we doing this? Are we going to go, like, five, four? Uh, are we going to do it the same, no. same way we did Banffcast style? Yep. Okay. Yeah, right. sure. I think that's the way to All do right. it. If everybody has a five, right? Yeah. Five. Okay. Everybody
0: yeah. has five. No, I have three. Oh, okay. you just, sit the first well, couple we're out. We're just going to yep. skip you.
4: All right. Okay. It's going to be like Uno up in here. Yeah, (laughs) that's fine. We'll skip four and five. Yeah. Um, Okay. So uh, starting at number five, uh, I I need to say that my three through five are games that I haven't finished. And I went back and forth on this if they would qualify or not. But I feel like I've played well beyond 50% of them. Mm -hmm. So that made me feel confident enough to say, okay, this is probably in my top five. So uh, number five is Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy. It is it's not as good as the Batman Telltale series the first season, but it is of quality, seems to run better than some of their usual bullshit and is also doing the thing of we are not aping the comics. We are not aping the movies. We are telling our own story. And that's interesting to me because you don't know where it's going to go. So the voice acting is really good. It's really close, I think, to the movie. Um and the soundtrack is great because they used a bunch of licensed songs. So I really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, number five for me
2: is a uh, full title middle Earth: shadow of war. Oh, um, I, I, again, I'm not done with the game, but I've played a whole lot of it. Um, <laughs> so I feel fine in putting it in my top five um, knocks against it. Are I don't even care about the loot box thing that, that, almost barely even registers to me as a, as a component of that game. it's like, I I occasionally like hit that button and see the little dot on the market and go, Oh yeah, I have space dollars to spend in this. So (laughs) I guess I'll go buy some guys, (laughs) (laughs) buy some orcs. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) And, uh, but like, no, my, my biggest knock on the game is that the first game was so very clear in what you need to do that you, you know, you would see like next mission marker or whatever. And just be like, nah, orc murdering this one. I like, honestly, I've, I've had times where I'm like, all right, I just, I should stop murdering orcs and just go do the next major thing in the game. And I can't fucking find it. Like, if you go to the big overworld, you know, all of your areas map, it doesn't show your mission markers. You have to, like, drill into each one and go, like, is that where the next place I need to go is? Like, where's the next main mission? Like, I understand and I appreciate putting a flag for where you need to go on on a map. Fucking, just give me a quest button too like you've got menus out the wazoo i mean you know i'm not saying go full gt or madden or whatever but like you know you've got menus like just give me a fucking text list where i can go like here's my main here's to my side go like tell me where that is and I take me there Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe it's there like because menus are and and stuff are fucking stupid these days so it could be me you know fighting the obvious menu that it actually is there but that's that's the thing is like just Mm -hmm. having a clear like okay I have been fucking around now. I need to stop and progress the game, and this one kind of fights you on that sometimes. But gameplay wise, fucking aces, man! Like just everything that was fun about the first one with more varied levels, you know, types and enemies and stuff. Yeah, it, it's 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 damn good times and more varied locations too. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Overall, looks of, of areas <laughs> are different, so yep. it's good.
1: All right, my number five is Doki Doki Literature Club, which you think is like this weird anime dating thing but as as indie games are wont to do it is not that at all
4: it's about oppenheimer
1: no it's not about oppenheimer <laughs> it is uh is it actually d- frog d-
0: fractions no three
1: but or is it glitter there Grove is two? <laughs> there is definitely some frog fractions uh Influence there. It's Toad's Timestable. But <laughs> I will say like it's. I think it's, you've made that joke. Yeah. I don't know it's free one. on Steam. It is. It's okay. free on their website. Ooh, uh, it's free. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, That's The first, price. The first hour or so, you're going to be like, why did Mackie recommend this? Mm-hmm. Because it is basically you going to uh, your high school literature club and listening to girls argue with each other. And you're giving the answers that seem like they should satisfy somebody, but they don't. And uh yeah, stick with it because it gets <laughs> it gets weird. OK. And the warnings that they give you when the game starts are legitimate because it goes some weird, disturbing places by the end of it. And hmm. it is a journey worth taking. OK. And it is one of those things that, like, again, a story told in this medium is why the story works. And there's a lot of. I, I'm going to be interested to look up a lot of what people think certain sections of it are a metaphor for, like, like what meanings people are gleaning out of what happens in that game mm-hmm. and some of the things that are discussed. So, All right. But yeah, it is, it is a solid game and it's free. So <laughs> you should probably play it.
4: Yeah. Can't beat that.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And there are no loot crates. Excellent. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you don't open a crate and get a literature book. The loot crate was inside you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Is
0: the lesson yeah. of Doki Doki Literature Club. literature <laughs> <No. laughs> literature But yes, but but no. it is definitely one of those games that to
1: describe everything that happens robs it of kind of some of the power of oh, sure. um, what the hell is, yeah. it's going for. Yeah.
4: All right. Yep. All right. Skip. For number five. Nope. Pass. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> we'll move on to number four. My number four is Horizon Zero Dawn, which, like I said, was going to be number one if I had stopped playing it, but I kept playing it. And my issue with that game, right, let me let me say good things about that game first. It, it looks amazing. That world looks awesome. The design of the the machines is very cool. The main character is awesome. I like her a lot. The character models all look great. They animate well. The facial stuff is really good, um, but there's a part in that game where it opens up and it becomes like you have to you go across this like long passage to get to the other side of the world to do a thing, and I kind of felt my heart sinking when this was happening. Where it was just like, oh man, all of this is going on. I don't want to deal with any of this shit. I just want to run errands in my little section and help out the. Three or four people I already know But then you're like you're fucking Angela Lansbury With a with a you have Like a cyber orphan vision And you solve (laughs) crimes For random ass people you don't Know and it's just like How did this how did that game become this How did how did we get from point A To point B how did this character Who's an orphan who essentially grew up with One person have these Social graces to Calmly help bereaved people figure out how their family member died and and solve this crime and she's been through some shit stop wars and it's just it's I, I don't know it just goes places that just feel like open world bullshit and I it just felt like things could have been better if they had kept it maybe more closed off and then if they had made another one open it up a little bit more it's just the more you see of the world you the more you just kind of go oh really like we just evolved into that again. That's dumb.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. We humans or we yeah. games? Yeah, people. People are shit. <laughs> I
4: know, but it's just—I I don't know. I just—I just felt like as that game goes on, it just kind of gets dumb. So, but anyway, I—I I still like it. It's the fourth best game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> fourth favorite game of the yes, year. Yes, that's right. The, my fourth favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So my number
2: four, I I, I apologize ahead of time because I haven't actually talked about it on the show, so I'm going to have to talk a little little bit about it now. Um, It's Dead Cells. Um, It's a, I I guess it's only on the PC right now because it's still early access, which means they'll probably finish it on there and then consoles will get it because it's pretty good and it's getting good uh, praise. Um, It's, everything I'm about to say is like probably going to make a lot of people shut off listening about it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a quasi pixel art. I mean, it's not pixel art like in, intentionally bad pixel art. It's pixel art in Is that the game you
0: were playing last week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Um it, it's pixel art in the and I say pixel art more like this NES era like 16-bit style. Yeah. Um what it really most reminds me of is that very deliberate art style from like Original Prince of Persia and Another World out of this world flashback all those kind of things mm-hmm. like where it's just very deliberate animation. Um, you, you know, using low res, almost, you know, pixel style graphics, mm-hmm. but like everyone's got like a very fluid animation to them. Um, otherwise it's a roguelike game. Uh, but with yeah, <gasps> they actually describe it as a Rogavania or Roguevania game because uh, it's also got Castlevania style. <laughs> um, is it a
0: Metrovania? <laughs> sure.
2: Like I said, everything about this sounds like fuck you a thousand times over. Uh huh. However, it's all the
0: garbage from like 2016 that we hated. It kind of is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's back. But I fucking I, <laughs> it's back and better than ever.
2: I really Dead really like this game. Like for every. Basically, for every reason, I didn't really care for like Rogue Legacy, and and the like. Oh yeah, death is like super punishing, and start you know starting over. And, and I know you get eventually where you're carrying some more shit over, but this one doesn't seem like it punishes you as hard for dying. Hmm. Like dying is just kind of kind of dying is sometimes actually something you probably kind of want to do. Like if you just it's it's got that PUBG thing of like. I'm just going to go get some random loot and uh, this fucking combination sucks. So like, I just, I have just blown it because like, I I don't have anything that I like dying. is just a better option just to fucking start this over because you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, I, I I just really like it. The, what the weapons, the combat, the movement, everything is super satisfying. And uh, I, I don't know where the story goes because I'm not that good yet. Um, but the, the the Metroidvania thing comes in and that you will get powers that stick with you even throughout death. So you'll like walk up to something and it becomes a vine that you can then climb up and get to an area that you couldn't get to. Um, I know that there's got to be some sort of wall jump I'm getting eventually because I don't have that one yet, but I can see areas where it's like, well, yeah, obviously a wall jump is going to get me up there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a few of these persistent powers, not all of them yet, and and that's the nice thing is like as you're going along, you're like, oh, well, I see what kind of power that that's going to be ground pound that lets me pound through this area and get to a whole new section. And so it, it kind of teases you in that, like, I know what I need to do here. I just got to get to the point where I get that power. And it just, it looks really nice, plays really well for being in early is access. Is
0: it procedural each time you die?
2: Sort of like the other rug? Yes and no. Like It, it is procedurally generated and that the level will be different. It seems like there are certain elements of each level that will be there, just not necessarily in the exact same place. Okay. So like there are also sort of um, like rogue legacy. Yeah. So there are also timed doors. So you can go and like take your time and explore everything and find all these weapons, or you can just like go for this like speed run thing. And it kind of gives you bonuses for doing either method. Like, you know, you can go and collect all this stuff and, and, and whatnot for upgrades. Or if you just kind of speed run it, there will be these doors that as long as you get there within a certain amount of time, you open it up and there's a whole bunch of shit inside of there. So it's kind of nice. It kind of like adapts for whatever kind of style playthrough you want to go. And the cool thing is is like, I'm going to try this way, you know, like I'm going to try this weapon build out and then you just die and try something different. So it's not really, Mm -hmm. it's, it just kind of opens you up for like, no, I'll try it this way. So it's like Spelunky meets Rogue Legacy meets like Castlevania Metroid thing. It's just, (laughs) it's a whole lot of shit that I really like all blended together. That's really good. Cause like Splunky's that way. It's like, ah, I, I've i always played this because I got good at it. And then it's like, oh, shit, this other weapon that I've just always ignored is fucking amazing. And I've actually gotten really good at it. So there's like that aspect of like, oh, actually, this thing that I thought was stupid is actually kind of fucking great. Like, it's a super dated reference, but there is like these Spartan shoes that you get, which makes you just kick everybody You know, this is Sparta style. Uh -uh. But the funny thing is, it's actually a pretty good weapon because like if you knock someone off a ledge, it's pretty much instant death. I mean, most ledge falls are going to be kills anyway, but this is like people splatter extra good. (laughs) Or if you (laughs) kick them against a wall or other stationary object, that's also like really powerful. So okay, it's like there's there's weird little things that you learn along the way that are very fun.
0: I was watching you play it before BEMFcast last week and uh, that looked like a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I I was going to say, it is early access. This is one of the most polished early access games I've ever touched. Yeah. By by far. Like, I wouldn't have assumed it was. Seriously, I don't even know, like, unless they're just planning to add more features. I don't know what's stopping them from going like, yeah, this is done. Because like, this Mm -hmm. is, I've not encountered a single bug. They're like, you may experience some wacky things like falling through the floor. Nothing. Nothing like that has happened to me.
1: Hmm. nice all right my number four is another game that we haven't talked about on the show uh, called the sexy brutal which is a it's kind of like a combination of clue and groundhog day in that uh, but with kind of like that double fine style of artwork where this is it's kind of like it's you are basically, you are in the Sexy Brutale is this mansion that you're in that has a casino in it and other stuff, uh, other areas you end up going to later. But uh, you are preventing murders. And what you do is you, every time the person gets murdered, or I shouldn't say that, but every time you get to the certain point in the day, the day rewinds and you restart it over. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is you're you're following the path of, okay, here's the murder victim. I'm going to follow him, see what he does over, you know, what route he takes over the course of these these four hours when you start it. It's a 12-hour cycle for all the rest, and an hour is a minute of real-world time. So, like, a, a run-through, one thing is only 12 minutes. But you are exploring all these little areas, and each time you solve a murder, you figure, you know, you'll follow the murderer, you'll follow the the murder (laughs) E the murder victim and, uh, (laughs) and, and you're, yeah, it's basically, it's kind of, it's kind of the adventure game thing of, okay, I need to find this item. Like, you know, in the tutorial area, it's a very small area. There's Mm. only like eight rooms, but you follow the, the, what the guy gets shot in the chapel and he picks a safe before he does that. And in the safe is an empty shell casing, like a, basically a blank, and what you do is, okay, I have to find the blank and then I have to get over to the rifle that the guy uses before he gets there and put the blank in it in order to save the guy. But the timing has to be right of everything. Mm-hmm. And obviously the game gets a lot more complex with the murders. But once you solve one, the game is basically, like, all right, you solve that. You figured out how to save him. Here's the other person you need to save. And then it keeps going with new people and new areas that you unlock by doing this. And it's just it's. A really, really cool game that tells a story that I really enjoyed because like all indie games, it's like, all right, here's more of what, here's a bigger thing that's going on. But this one actually has a story that makes sense. And it's, it's kind of, there's, there's a whole like uh, glossary of stuff on the pause menu, which as you explore areas and, and you save people and you find uh, the, the deck of cards you'll find like the, you know, the ace of clubs in a room. And once you found all of these in the room, they unlock different entries that describe, okay, here's what's, here's what this room significant for. Here's what this character, why this character was at the party. And there's just all sorts of stuff that it rewards you for finding these things. It's not like, all right, you checked it off the list with a collectible, you know, it's like, and it unlocks an alternate ending doing one of those, but it's just, it's, a game I really enjoyed and uh, it it just it scratched that adventure game itch that I had.
2: I was thinking just in you describing it, it seemed like it would scratch your Hitman itch.
1: Not really. No, I mean, just... no, because it's always gonna yeah. like there's only one solution. The oh, okay. thing about Hitman is it's like all right, I can do all sorts of crazy shit. But it is I very, mean, yeah, just the it very is much similar like in here that to
2: do here, to do here seems like a very hitman. Yeah, event. It,
1: it is very much like, you know, Hitman when you restart Okay, everybody's gonna go this same pattern through uh-huh. the through the house and you gotta figure it out. Whereas this one is it's more simplified in that. But I will admit some of the solutions near the end, I was just it took fucking forever. Like like it was one of those games where the first ninety percent was like the first three hours, and then the last three hours was that last ten percent of how the fuck do I do this? Right. You know? And 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 it gets adventure gamey in that it's like uh I, I wouldn't have you know, like Oh, honey, on the cat hair makes a mustache. Well, all right then. <laughs> you know, they mm-hmm. they get a little too weird how with some he, of how, that. How does he not know that? I, <laughs> I don't know. And the best part is the character didn't even need a mustache. <laughs> like it it's God, it's such a dumbest puzzle ever. But but there's a little bit of that in here, but I and I really enjoyed the story that it tells by the end. That it that's a much darker story than I was expecting. But it is it is a really I enjoyed it quite a bit and I'd say if if you like that Hitman style of you know all right here's here's this clockwork area where all these pieces are going to be doing the same thing over and over and you can just rewind time and try it it's it's very good and you're unlocking new abilities as you're uh, as you're saving people so that it becomes okay this is how you unlock this new area and this and then you might go back to an old area and use one of those powers to find you know stuff that you didn't know earlier so it's a really solid game, and it's made by a pretty small team. But, yeah, it's it's one of those good, like, five or six-hour experiences.
0: That those sounds like a... Short
4: supply these yeah. days. Yeah.
0: That sounds like a cool thing that I would not play. <laughs> like, it sounds really cool. I really like every everything conceptually, but I wouldn't want to play it. <laughs> like, it's not my jam yeah, at all. Yeah, it
1: is very much like a, a repetition by... Or, like, learning by failing thing. Yeah. And I know that is not for some people, but I have no problem with that shit, so...
0: I would probably want to watch somebody play that mm-hmm. game. Uh my number 4 game is pass. Cool. Snake pass? <laughs> pass. Oh. Just pass. All right, so number
4: 3. Uh my number 3 game fody of the year is Resident Evil 7, which I am glad I started playing last week because it is it is my jam. Uh I have I have not been into Resident Evil games in a while because they have just gotten so far up their own ass with mm-hmm. their ridiculous story like whatever the fuck is going on in that universe i don't even know this is you're a dude looking for your wife who's been missing for three years and you're crawling around these really dilapidated houses somewhere in new orleans and everything gives off a condemned vibe which is an early 360 game that it was totally my jam i just fucking loved condemned and this game uses a lot of sound to really fuck with your head So it's like Mm -hmm. a really good game to play in the dark with headphones on. Um, It's all first person, which is weird for Resident Evil. Um, And I mean, it just it has a lot of quality creepiness to it. And I like being affected by video games. I want video games to take me away from sitting in my chair and trying to forget the day. And this is a really good immersion style thing of putting you in this universe and making you give a shit about not wanting to look around the corner because you know something is going to go bleh. <laughs> um, oh, they're spooky vampires? Yes. <laughs> 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 dumb bleh. spooky vampires. They just say, Wait, hey, bleh. Or bleh or black. No, <laughs> no, black. no, black. How no. many Resident <laughs> Evil's are there? Let me count them. One. The other thing that I really like about it is that it's real dumb. Like super <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Like it just hits you with stupidity letting you know right away that it's dumb like you you exist in this really stupid fantasy horror universe like very early on your lower arm gets cut off and you're like oh god and you're like well obviously I'm not gonna play as this guy anymore he's gonna bleed out and that's the end of it and you wake up in a chair and someone is literally stapling your arm back on to where the rest of the game you just have staples around where your arm was and you heal yourself by just pouring this tonic water on your your Arm wound. (laughs) It doesn't matter where you've been injured. You're just, you, you whip up like chemicals and the green herbs that you find into this goo and you just sprinkle it on your hand and then all of a sudden you feel better. It's just real dumb. Mm -hmm. It's just real dumb. And it's just like, once it decided it was going to be real dumb, I was like, all right, yeah, fine. I'm, I'm all in on your real dumbness. I accept your dumbness. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, this is my brand of, of dumbness. Um, There are enemies who are people who can't die. You can temporarily kill them, but they keep coming back. But every time you temporarily kill them, they will because everyone's a fucking redneck in this. And so they're just spouting their dumb redneck bullshit while they're just going, you know, and it's just like it's hilariously silly. Mm -hmm. Like this thing that was just scaring the shit out of you is dying in the stupidest way. And you're just like laughing, crying. It's like. This is the scariest dumb thing I've ever seen. So, Resident Evil 7 is doing a lot of stuff right, and it's totally my jam, and I am digging the hell out of it. So, number three. Congratulations.
2: All right. Well, my number three, um, it had to happen because it's a fucking video game podcast, so why not? Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Oh,
4: good. Yay. <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet. Um,
2: <laughs> man, uh, and your initial impressions, you did not like this game. Well, yeah. it's It's... I... I still have issue there's there are still plenty of issues to be had, but it's kind of one of those things that I just learned to stop worrying and love the plunk bat. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I I just it's yeah, it it is it is tension city. Um, If you're playing to win, I feel like my my better experiences and honestly, stupidly, sometimes some of my better rankings have been when I just don't give a fuck. When I am just driving down the road, honking the horn like a madman, going, <laughs> come at me, motherfuckers. It's it's so counterintuitive to the way everyone else is playing that game that sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. And that's what's weird about it. Is it is just one of those strange games that you can talk endlessly about strategy I know people have. That's why I'm going to try to keep this brief. I'm just saying there's something about it that I finally came around on. And honestly, it kind of took me watching a video or two of someone being halfway decent at it to go, okay, I get what I'm doing wrong. And I and I get how this is a different game now than what I initially thought it was. And how I, I just was approaching this completely wrong in both thinking and playing Um, So when I came around on it, it it definitely clicked, and I just hope that you would hope that a game that has sold as many copies as this could fix its shit, and I hope it does, because when this is a real game, one day it is going to be amazing, (laughs) or PUBG 2 or whatever, something is going to do this and fucking do it right and not be...
0: Clunky, but maybe part of the maybe part of the charm is the clunk. I don't know. It's the clunk bat, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, know. it keeps getting better. Yeah. So they're learning lessons and making yeah. making strides. Like the the test server. Mm-hmm. I know a lot fewer people are playing on the test servers, but every time they seem to come out with the you know uh, an update on the test server, they've fixed something or added something, or you know things are running smoother. Sometimes they take us half step back or so but yeah the good thing is they keep making progress and i don't think it'll stop now yeah and now that i can now
2: they can play it on the xbox even though it's even more broken on there than it was on the pc right. that's good that's definitely much more my jam because I, i'm sorry i am just i'm better with the controller these days and i just i just I've, I've retrained my brain and i know my roots but i know where i am now and call me an old man call me weird call me whatever i don't care I, I
0: like sitting there with a the controller these days. I switched over to playing Fortnite BR on the PS4 because I'm way better with the controller these days and it's a lot better for me.
1: Yeah.
2: So <laughs> whatever. It's mm-hmm. I then whatever. I'm stopped talking about PUBG because everyone's Sorry. sick of it. Nah. It's fine, man. I mean the world over, not just yeah. us in this room. I'm mm-hmm. glad
1: you enjoyed it though. I'm glad your 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 opinion turnaround. So mm-hmm. speaking of opinions turning around. And the opposite of being clunky, uh, Cuphead is my number three, which I seem to remember when we discussed presentation in our Games of the Generation episode uh, way back when Mm -hmm. uh, and Beatles Rock Band was basically like the game with the best presentation of all time. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like Cuphead is the new king, like everything about this is funneled towards that. 1930s cartoon aesthetic I mean
0: everything the everything be- fits perfectly within that aesthetic it is it, it, it is, is so pure I, in what it is I don't know how they did it I still like I look at it I'm carefully like,
1: how the fuck did you make this look like this like, like it's just one of those things that when you're when it's running it's like I can't believe I'm
2: playing a game that looks like this like it's that good. Well, it's it's also strange to me that it, I I was just saying prior to Cuphead. I mean, I know we we've, we've been waiting like 3 years for that game to come out, but how we've gone from like the Genesis era Disney games almost looking like cartoons mm-hmm. to no one ever trying it really ever again yeah. and straight into Cuphead. Like I mean, I know we've had like I mean, there are other things that have like somewhat looked like I mean, um Dust looked pretty damn good. Yeah. almost look like an anime. But I mean to say like we went a really long time and no one was like trying to make a playable cartoon game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just it's just weird. And then all of a sudden it's like bam, fucking did it. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but Emerald I mean like
1: <laughs> it extends to like the announcer, to the to the songs that play in it's the background. It's time for a wallop. Yeah. To the like the guy behind the shop counter, who's mm-hmm. like going to buy a shop. Like he's got this really weird, deep, creepy sounding voice. Like everything about that game is like presentation wise is absolutely amazing.
0: I also and, like. Sorry, no, I, I, go ahead. I like all the like almost direct references to classic cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. Like this, the, the little pirate dude is basically Bluto. Yeah, um, there's a. There's the Tom and Jerry section, um, or the Tom and Jerry boss fight. I don't know mm-hmm. what you call those things. I've only kind of watched it on Twitch, but yeah, like I love how certain things map directly to classic cartoons. Well, yeah, and but they still just, look fresh enough. And they just use
1: words that we don't use anymore, like wallop. When <laughs> right. you start a level, it's like wallop. Yeah. <laughs> and just shit like that. Like and the thing is, it's hard as fuck, but I keep playing it like there there's something that's so rewarding about beating those levels and figuring them out and sometimes just going all right this one's randomized and i got two of the shitty like you know it might give me five different things that come out at a certain point in the battle and it gave me two of the the two shittiest ones right off the bat yeah you know so there's always that like well maybe the next run will be better yeah Yeah. die and retry yeah and and that's the thing is like the retries are quick too Mm -hmm. it's not like right you know it's it's that's the thing with those types of games. Like, if there were super long load times for all that, fuck everything shit, about that. Yeah. But the way it is now, it's just like it's... There's that motivation to just be better because I still want to see all of that. And there's there's something still fun even in failing in that yeah. game. And, and that's a very tricky thing to pull off is to make a game that's frustrating as shit, but it's still feels like you're making progress even when you failed. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. is definitely one of those games. And I will see the end of that game one day. Like I, I, I played on Harlow's account the first time. And then when I went on sale, I went ahead and bought it for myself. And so I had to start over again. And now there's levels oh, that I yeah. beat on his account that I absolutely cannot fucking beat now. Are you <laughs> playing like, on PC? Uh, I tried it on PC. It, It's weird. It, It's laggy. Okay. Like, I think it has to like cache the game or something because, mm-hmm. like, like, the Xbox One runs flawlessly okay. the entire time. But trying to play it on PC, it was like stuttering that just enough, which a game like that, you can't.
0: Right. No, you can't work any happen. stuttering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would love for you to stream some of that. Stream yourself playing it sometime. Oh,
1: it's going to be repetitive as shit because,
0: but it is surprisingly fun to watch people like to watch people play that game. Yeah. Yeah, um, watching
1: watching expert runs of it just may, makes me go, oh god! Because like I, you know, you you have simple mode, and then you have normal mode, which adds like different attacks and stuff from the mm-hmm. enemies, and then there's expert mode, which adds even more to that. Then the expert ones unlocked only after you beat everything on normal. Okay. And that's okay, okay, like okay. L- watching people play that mode. I was like, I I don't know how you do any of this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that they have that all the game pro strats that game. For my money, I honestly feel like that is the most cohesive, beautiful presentation like in a game ever. Which I I, I felt Beatles Rock Band was the king of that, and this is right up there yeah. with that.
0: It's it's interesting that sort of thing because you can have games that are beautiful, and while you're like in the gameplay, are very thematic and they feel appropriate and they feel like they're, you know, they feel like a whole experience. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you have to hit the pause menu or something, it just brings up a gray box. Or, you know, you go back to, you go into your inventory and it's just a bunch of squares or something. And even though they can dress up all the, you know, all the borders and everything, it doesn't feel as pure yeah, they, bu- they built does.
1: their own font for it. I mean, yeah, there, there looks, is not a
0: single seam that shows anywhere. No, everything looks like somebody is has hand animated it. You know, yeah. eighty years ago. Yep, it's it's, it's, it's magnificent. Amazing. It's such. That's think, one of the reasons I like watching it too. Is it's such a pleasure to look at, um, and especially if you don't have to look at all the eight hundred bullets or whatever or baby bottles coming at your head, you can look and. Appreciate all the artwork a little bit, a little bit better. Yep, but that's my number three. It's a nice number three. It's a great game. Um, I'm going to actually start listing some Fodies and I'm going to start with one that hasn't been talked about very many places. I don't really hear any you know I, I don't really hear any praise for the game no i don't know if, yeah no chatter uh-huh. nobody's really been talking about this um at all in 2017 but it's a little game from a um from a korean developer called bluehole um it's player unknown's battlegrounds <laughs> um we've talked a lot about it even though i play fortnite more i still think it's the concept isn't original you know there but there's nothing new under the sun i think that they that they've done a good job introducing a new genre to games, which is the battle Royale. And it's like I said, it's not new, new, but they've brought this to the, you know, sort of the mainstream where player unknowns battlegrounds has um, for all its jank. It is good and effective at, at what it does. It creates a sense of dread. It gets you going um they are from what i can tell working hard on it it's just it, it's it's a phenomenon uh and i really like that it's out there i really like that it exists and it actually got a a 1.0 release this year so it counts for you know it fully counts for uh, for a 2017 game i just like it i i need to go back to it and play more but it's good it does uh I, I'm tired of talking about it. I've run out of things to say about it is mm. is basically what's happening here. So it's good. But yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good.
4: So it's your third favorite game of the year.
0: Yes, my third favorite game of the year. Okay. It is in my top 3 favorite games of the year. <laughs> That's
4: I <high> praise. <laughs> All right. So number 2. Uh my number 2 is a number 2. Is it a poop? It's a sequel. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, I went back and forth on this. I, I really struggle with this choice, but uh, my number two pick is Wolfenstein 2. Um, I think ultimately I can't say that's my favorite game of the year because I didn't like playing it, which is a detriment to mm. a video game. But and I mean, I'm, I'm saying that broadly there. There are sections of that game I, I enjoy, and there once bumping it down to the absolute simple mode. It, it plays a lot better. I just think that game's biggest flaw is its gameplay and it's not it doesn't give you what the story is compelling you to do. It it it's just it's just so strange how the the gameplay and the and the story beats don't line up. There's there's a moment that is so perfect for a power fantasy thing and it it's hard and it's difficult and you will die a million times trying to do it and it's like What is... I mean, what am I trying to prove here? Who who am I trying to prove it to? You know? Mm -hmm. With a game that has, like, six difficulty settings, and I was playing it on the next to lowest, and for it to still be kicking ass for no reason just seems like bad game design. And there are levels in that game that don't... That you don't navigate through well. Mm -hmm. There's no... Clear through point yeah, in these that, levels. That
1: New York yeah. one, I got lost so much. Yeah, because
4: you you have a very vague checkpoint on the map that sometimes won't even come up when you try to hit the the down arrow or whatever the the down on the D pad, which is supposed to bring up your checkpoint. Sometimes it just doesn't come up at all, and you're like, I don't know what floor I'm supposed to be on. I don't know. I have literally no idea where I'm supposed to go. I'll just go somewhere until someone starts shooting at me. That means I know I've never been there yet Mm -hmm. because I haven't cleared out those goddamn Nazis. But the highs of that game are so goddamn high. It's there are so many moments in that game where I and, you know, when we talked about this on regular episode a month or two ago, which whenever we did talk about it, you know, Harlow said something which kind of stuck with me, which is just like, just make your movie. You know, if this is the storytelling you want to do, just make your movie. And mm-hmm. that kind of stuck with me. It's like, yeah, the the best, absolute best parts of that game have nothing to do with you touching a controller. And it's all great motivation for playing a video game. But then you start playing it and it's just like, nah, you're not going to play this very well and you're going to die a lot. And that's just not fun. Yeah. No. But, man, if we're talking games as being an overall experience, the highs of that game are enough to propel it to my number two spot. Cause there's shit that happens in that game where I just, I still am just in awe of now. Yeah. So, I and, it's, and it's well acted. I mean, I the, it. the performance capture is really good. I, I think the, the acting from so many of the characters is really good. Um, just the fact that you can get a performance from a character who you may not even see if you make a different choice at the beginning of the game is ridiculous to me. So, yeah, there's there's just so much to enjoy in Wolfenstein too. I just wish it played better, but that's my number two.
2: Yeah, to echo, to echo that a little bit, I, I almost put Wyatt in the best cat- character category, mm-hmm. um, just because like when he f- sees the light or whatever, it's it's, it's good. <laughs> Man, he gets real weird and real great. Yeah, <laughs> he goes I mean, places. Basically, he got a head wound and then thinks that he's fucking transcending to somewhere else. But
4: <laughs> it's more than a head wound. Well, okay, he got he, a serious he, head. Injury, and, and there's some chemicals yeah, that are added acid. to his <laughs> to his daily regimens. Yeah. So, yeah, the two co- the two combined, right. he, he has a journey. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, my my number two is uh, something I kind of hit, talked about earlier, maybe possibly playing too much of it. Be Dungeons Three. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it's strange to think because that that's just kind of where I am this year. Like I, everything on my top five is because I enjoy playing them. Like almost none of them have really anything to say mm-hmm. going on. I mean, Dead Cells maybe eventually somewhere there's going to be like a, a twist where it's like, oh, it was this all along. But everything I've picked is just because it's fun as hell to play. Because um, there is nothing amazing or transcendent going on in in Dungeons Three. It's just it's a solid little dungeon keeper clone. Um, it's got its dumb humor along the way. Some of it works. Some of it's really. Dumb. I mean, just like, you know, <laughs> poor references, you know, to the things that's like, you know, video games just need to be really careful about references because it takes a long time to make a video game. Mm-hmm. And some people come at video games several years later. And as we've shown. Yeah. I, I <laughs> just like, you know, I, I just, too many times I've seen people like put references in games and it's like, my God, that was that was dated like that was dated five years ago. That was a dated reference five years ago. And you still put it in a game. I'm not like, I I don't remember there specifically being any cake is a lie or bullshit like that. But Mm. I'm saying like, there were still some things that it was like, "Eh, just come on guys, don't do that. Um, But (laughs) for the most part, it was still just like, it was still charming enough that I I enjoyed it. And um, I still occasionally there, there's just dialogue reads that are really funny to me that will pop up randomly um, that, that still make me laugh. And, yeah, it's just, it's a solid game, and once I realized it wasn't this paradigm shift I thought that it was from Dungeons 2, it just kind of moved things to a different style of menu, because I was like, when I first started, I was like, oh shit, you you Van Helsing 2 the first Van Adventures of Van Helsing thing, where it was like, the fuck are you doing with this game? Like, if you want to make a different game, call it something different, because there's like, shit goes so different in that one, and it's just like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> This isn't a sequel. This is a different kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, it doesn't, thankfully. Um, it's just more and better. And I mean, now it's on consoles. You can play this on a Xbox One or a PS4, I believe. Ooh. So, And it plays well with the controller, as I can attest to, mm-hmm. even though I have it on the PC, playing it on the controller. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I can figure me out, Internet. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. My number two
1: is Assassin's Creed Origins. I at first I didn't enjoy the combat at all, but then once I leveled up a bit, it didn't really matter. There's only a few times, and there's really no penalty for dying. Mm-hmm. Is the thing like you die and you're just like right back where you were. Yeah, so that lessens that frustration with it a lot. But I just really enjoy exploring that world, and that's what Assassin's Creed games do the best. Is they find areas and maps and open worlds to create that just aren't usually in games and let you just exist in this world that they've created. And they've done a really great job with this one and especially using the pyramids as kind of their backdrop for, okay, well, you want to do some treasure hunting. Well, here you go. And then also the modern day stuff that's kind of in there as well, where, you know, you get the truly crazy, person from the future speaking to you through the game stuff which is always cool and there's something inside the sphinx that i know i have to do a few more things to unlock sphinx. yeah but to have it to to know like to immediately realize where like how many things are in there like it's got kind of like you know the the visual checklist in the room and i'm like okay i know what i've done so far that checks the that checks off that many boxes and knowing that there's probably something pretty fucking cool going to happen once I get in there. You know, that, that's just, that's, it's just going to be a cat licking its butt. <laughs> you know what? If I get to wear it, I'm fine with that. <laughs> all right. Well, no, do not wear a cat <laughs> in <laughs> ancient Egypt. Yeah. Trust no, me. That, yeah, That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it, no, but it. It, it, <laughs> with them making the side quests kind of more RPG like in it's okay. It's not just go here, kill some things. All right. XP gained, you know, like to have storylines that branch out from those is really, it, it's it's a good way to keep evolving that game, though it is definitely not the reinvention. Everyone acted like it was. It's still a really solid, really nice looking game.
0: Yeah, it's a gorgeous game. I'll yeah. give it that. Yeah. Well, my number two is Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have such a strong love hate relationship with this game I really like how Bennett Foddy thinks about movement in games and the mechanics of this game are so wonderfully frustrating because all it takes is you not paying attention to what you're doing for a nanosecond and you've flung yourself down a fucking mountain that took you three hours to get up But sometimes you can sort of, by luck, just flail at the controls for 30 seconds and get farther than you've ever been. However, you might learn a little more about the control scheme while you're doing it. This game is Frustration Simulator 2017, Mm -hmm. but it's also Learning to Deal with Failure Simulator 2017. Even though Bennett Foddy is sort of narrating slash mocking you the entire time you can possibly learn something about yourself while you're playing it. <laughs> um, it is not like visually outstanding. Um, which is, I'm, I mean, coming from the guy that made Quop, I shouldn't really expect a whole lot, but, um, so much of everything else we play these days, it feels like it's just a fucking feast for the eyes. Mm-hmm um, but it's very simple. It's not, um, you know, it's not like a pixel arty thing, but it's also not like super high fidelity. It looks, it looks nice enough, but it's just kind of, I guess, plain as looks go, except for the fact that y- your character is a like super muscly dude that's sitting in a cauldron with a big hammer and using the hammer to fling himself over obstacles i will also say that i probably a reason that this is a little bit higher than it maybe should be is how much i enjoyed uh the charity christmas climb stream that we did on the 23rd i've told you guys about this before but it was so much fun to play that game for four hours while consuming way too much liquor and running my mouth and talking shit with my friends and raising money for charity. That um, it maybe will always have a nice little special place in my heart just because of that. But the game itself is is wild, and I think it's like ten or twelve bucks. You should probably buy it and play it just to get an hour's worth of the most frustrating gameplay experience that you've had this year that's <laughs> not Cuphead. But put that on the box. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure Bennett Foddy will put that on the box for this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not quite your Bennett Foddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. You are correct. Uh,
4: and good night. Ah, uh, oh, so I guess we're at number 1, huh? We are. Oh. Number ones, Foaties, top FOTI. Mm-hmm. Most Foaties. The official the, favorite of the year. The Foatiest. The Foatiest. <laughs> mm. Well, my Foatiest game of 2017 is South Park, The Fractured Butthole. It is not the first game. The first game is far superior to this, but this is a good 20 to 25 hours of a South Park episode. And in the middle of that, you get to wander around in the South Park universe and. Unlike Wolfenstein, just kind of dicking around in the world is fun, like poking at the various things that you're supposed to poke at to make things open up or do things or just collecting the dumb bullshit is fun. I mean, this has a dumb mechanic in it of where you're just supposed you're supposed to be running around taking uh, selfies with everyone in town. That was, for some reason, very entertaining to just find someone in town you haven't taken a picture with yet and getting whatever dumb reaction they're going to give you to taking a selfie with them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's just so much. The game is dense with content. It, it's surprising how much. I mean, you know, considering they only do like 10 episode seasons, that this is a 25 hour episode of South Park. And there's a lot of material in it. And a lot of it is really funny you will laugh a lot during this game. Now the jokes aren't necessarily going to stick with you because right now I couldn't tell you any of them aside Mm -hmm. from maybe one or two references. There's a running joke where they keep doing man on the street interviews. The news does. And there's this one guy who just keeps doing the same premise and it's funny every time he does it. But yeah, I am I'm interested to see what the DLC is for that game because this game doesn't go any of the places that the first game does in terms of setting, and so I'm interested to see what they're holding back in terms of s- that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But as as far as like moments of wildly inappropriate humor, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a few moments where I was like, please don't let anyone else coming in the room right now, please. I don't want to explain what's happening here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's solid voice work. It's solid writing. It's it's. I'm not a fan of the grid-based combat. I like the combat in the first game better, but I didn't have a problem with it. So it's just a good, solid game. And like I was saying earlier, it's it's one of those games that just doesn't have a bunch of bullshit. Reaching into it and making it feel like some corporate experience. It's just a pure South Park thing. So that is my number one game.
2: Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, my number one is, uh, I, I think it was a couple of years ago, I, I kind of defaulted to Metal Gear Solid Five just out of sheer time played.
4: Because you played so much. Yeah,
2: And um, I mean, it's, it wasn't at any point that I was like, oh, I don't like this game, or why am I doing this? It's it just, I mean, okay, there's a few times in that game where it gets real dumb, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year is kind of similar, in that my, my favorite of the year is just kind of defaulting to the thing I spent the most time with, and and... Honestly, had a lot of fun with while I was playing, and that is Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay, um, I'm sure not making a lot of people's photis uh, or <laughs> game of the years this year, but yeah, I, I just there is something like it, it. kind of it kind of was scratching that Far Cry itch in a year where there is no Far Cry. It, it just it's a giant ass island or place that you can visit. I mean, it, I, I I cannot overstate how huge this place is in terms of, like, time it will take you to traverse. I mean, it's like Just Cause 3 level where it's like you will get in a helicopter and it's like flying, 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 flying. Still half, not even half of flying. You know, just like it, it takes a long time to get from one side of it to the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, eventually there's fast travel and whatnot to help that. But the region is varied and and interesting. I understand from a storytelling perspective, it's kind of problematic because it is very much in that vein of, like, sending the U.S. soldiers to fix whatever problem and gung-ho, bang-bang, fuck yeah, America. Oh, yeah, I think that country
4: wanted to sue us. Imperialism, yeah. (laughs) Or sue Ubisoft.
2: Yeah. um, (laughs) Yikes.
4: Yeah. They're like, we are not a drug-ridden country. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking Columbia or whatever. Of course you are.
2: Yeah, I... (laughs) But I mean I, I can't argue that I just had a whole lot of fun with almost every combat scenario in that game. And and I mean there's just there's a lot to be said about that. Like this game almost kind of gave me the joy Just Cause Two gave me whereas Just Cause three didn't somehow. Like I mean Just Cause three was like almost too much. And then that like, was you know, it was, it was and it was like, it, you know, you just kind of iterated a little too far. Mm-hmm. And, and I I play Ghost Recon Wildlands. I mean, look, I, I, I don't take Tom Clancy shit serious or anything with his name <laughs> on it serious for a long time. Okay. I mean, a long time ago, it was some good ass, you know, military drama shit. Mm-hmm. It has been complete and utter bullshit. It might as well be like. The Richard Marcinko shit at this point—it's just—it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Rogue like it is literally like this is just like pop, military. Pop. This is military fucking porn at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like there's nothing serious about it. So like it, mm-hmm. I viewed it as like a B movie action thing. Like so the imperialistic bullshit was just like rolling off at the same way as like. You know, oh, you must be Rico. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am Bolo Santosi. Like that. <laughs> like I was in yeah. my head. I'm reading it. Like I am watching it and playing it like that. Like okay. this means nothing. I'm not taking this serious. I don't. You know, think of this as like a real thing because it's just a fucking joke at this point. <laughs> um, and 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 to me, it seems like I maybe am not the one that's so far off because they added fucking Predator to the game. <laughs> like, yeah. they put the literal yeah. actual Predator into the goddamn game. Yeah. yeah. It's and pretty good. I'm still declaring it my favorite of the year, and I haven't even touched that DLC.
0: <laughs> mm. I've heard good things. Yeah. yeah. I've heard good things. I, good. I need
2: to put this game back in. It's just I have been on a streak where it's like I have not had time to play game. Mm. I, and so, yeah, the, this one has suffered. And I, and I I think I heard maybe it was a time thing. I hope it's not a timed thing i don't know i need to get in the game and see yeah. goddamn predator that's all i know <laughs> um but yeah i i just i had so much fun with it and i fuck, I, I think i jokingly way because this was like a february or march release it was way no, early was in the early. year to the point that I, I almost forgot for a while that it was a 2017 game because i played it so long ago but i kind of jokingly said i think when i talked about it that this might be my photo of the year or favorite. <laughs> RIP and peace. Uh-huh. Uh, ATM machine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I jokingly declared my photo when I banked a helicopter too hard, and my badass redhead military chick went, "Ah, shit balls!" <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. It is. It is my favorite of the year. That game just said shit balls, a thing that I say all the time that I didn't even think was like a real swear. And here it is in a fucking video game. Mm-hmm. And I was like." I don't care if they change the helicopter combat. I, the time I spent with this game, I fucking loved it. Sniper rifles kills are satisfying in the way they're supposed to be, you know, laying plans out for your dudes to execute on, on, on a kill is awesome. Like, that's as that which one Assassin's Creed Brotherhood where you just like rain down ninjas or yeah. rain down yeah. assassins on people <laughs> yeah. like that is a fucking satisfying feeling like having a squad commands that aren't a pain in the ass like old Rainbow Six where it's like all right, I want you here facing this way and you over here <laughs> facing. no this is like you know tag that dude tag that dude tag that dude ready go bang kill. yeah done yeah like yeah the game's fun and it's not it's not winning any awards for storytelling I just had a hell of a lot of fun with it Sometimes and, that's they put, and they put fucking predator.
4: In Fun's it. the best yep. thing to have.
2: That's pretty similar with my number one in that
1: I played it the most <laughs> and I had fun with it almost the entire time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is Neo, which is no surprise to anyone who's listened to the show over the course of the year or followed me on Twitter at any point when there is a sale on Neo, and I go, "Hey, buy this, fuckers." <laughs> um, yeah, it's I never
2: read it with that toad, but I will from now yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. Hey, fuckers. <laughs> Buy this. <laughs> Buy this. Yeah. It's Neo. Yeah, <laughs> bye Um.
1: But yeah, it's a game that took me like a hundred hours to get the platinum, and then I was like, all right, there's three DLCs. Time to play through all those too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's Dark Souls with combat that I think is actually fluid and not just based on the timing and the dodging. It is way more about knowing what weapon you're using and finding out which combo works for you. And it's unlike Dark Souls in that Dark Souls where it's just like, alright, this weapon is slow and this weapon's fast and that's kinda of all your choices. You know, and, and if you've put too much time into building up one weapon and then you realize it just kinda isn't working, you've lost so much progress. Whereas this one is like, alright, you know, if if the dual swords aren't working for you, you switch to a spear, switch your stance. Like there, there are all sorts of ways to customize it, to make it, to find the fun in it. And I'm glad that I found it that way. And it's one of those games where I went back and learned how to play with all the other weapons as well, because mm-hmm. I was just enjoying it so much and they've made it, you know, I'm, I'm big on talking about immersion and like basically, okay, you can take convenience out if it's going to make your world feel more cohesive Whereas this one is very much like pick your mission from a map and just and you're just running through the mission and then you get to the end and you just hit X to leave the level type, you know, video gamey shit. Which the because this game is almost like a Diablo type thing where it's like, alright, I am just doing this mission to see if I can get better loot on this run and get some XP It lets you get in and out quickly in the way that you'd want to get in and out. And yeah, it, it just it's I remember the first time I played it, and I think the episode after that, I was just like, I have now discovered that a Dark Souls game set in feudal Japan is extremely my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and this game is extremely my shit. And I, it it easily, it consumed my year, really. It, like, I think that's the only complaint I could have about it, is I have over 200 hours in that game. And it's like, Yeah. I probably could have played a lot more. Ga- I probably could have gotten through Prey. I could have gotten through Near Automata. I could have gotten through Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, I could have gotten through a ton more games that came out earlier this year. And I just didn't because I was like, you know what? I would just rather play Neo right now. And it's like Harlow said, you know, you're like, this game's just fun. Mm-hmm. The game clicks with me. And it's one of those that I'm like, I don't understand why basically you look at a journalist game of the year list and like barely anybody even mentions it. And it seems weird to me because I, or maybe it's just because I'm like in kind of that fan club of the people who are like, dude, fucking Neo, right? <laughs> you know, and maybe it's just because I'm deep in that now where like somebody's like, hey man, Neo's on sale. I'm like, I must tell everyone about Neo. <laughs> so I don't know if it's that, but I I genuinely love this game and I I understand why a lot of people wouldn't, but I think those people are wrong because it's awesome.
4: <laughs> It's that sword game, right? Yes. <laughs> right.
1: Yes. And it's it's led to many a good rant from me about my wife describing my gaming habits. Right.
0: It's like, it seems like it's great. It, I know it's not for me. Um, and I think it's one of those that is close enough to a souls alike mm-hmm. that people are like, nah, good brah. I've been there. I'm not going there again. Yeah. Um, and that's probably why it hasn't ended up on, on more lists, because that is kind of... I don't want to say it's a niche thing, but it's, it, pretty, it close. it's yeah, pretty close. It's pretty um, close. Can anything be niche in video games, really? Yes. Niche. Oh. Niche. My game of the year is definitely not a niche title. Um, it is universally beloved by all who gaze upon it, um, because it is my f- it is the FOTI. Um Horizon Zero Dawn. Hmm. That is the game that I loved the most this year. Um, I know at some points it reveals itself as a video game-ass video game, and is it also reveals itself some points as an open-world-ass open-world game, but I loved playing around in that universe. I loved like everything about the design of that world. I loved the way it looks. I loved the way it Plays. I love the way it sounds. Um, I love the voice acting in that game. Um, I think it's Ashley Birch, who uh, yeah. who does the voice for Aloy, and I fucking love that voice. There's something about it. Um, I talked at length, I think, about the the facial rigging mm-hmm. in in Horizon, and it's just it's still so impactful to me to think back on it and think of how good that looks. It's not like it manages to be super realistic looking in its movement without being in that dangerous, uncanny Valley space that we've, I feel like we've been through in the last three or four years of video game faces. Well, you I know, think,
4: I think raw processing power has caught up to the LA noir technique of facial capturing. I think so. Because it's pretty damn close.
0: Yeah. It's, being able to see you know, pain in the scrunch of someone's brow Mm -hmm. is fucking phenomenal. Um, And probably my biggest complaint about this, about Horizon in general is the way that it ends. The fucking last thing that happens in Horizon 2 set up horizon two or set up the dlc or whatever it is i think is the dumbest fucking thing they could have done (laughs) um and i think i mentioned that shortly after i completed it on the podcast um but it's just fucking painful that they decided like it feels like a publisher move where they go oh this is good but you need to
4: the corporate-y tendrils have come in. Yes, exactly.
0: You need to you need to do something at the end to make sure that we can hang a sequel on it in two years. Yeah, because there's um, no
4: way you could tell another story in this universe,
0: right? Well, yeah. Um, Dumb. Yeah, it's and and the universe is like right before they do that. It's rife for continuing stories or different stories or a prequel or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's so many other ways that you could that you could tell more story in this world, and I want more story in this world, which is why I'm so disappointed that I have missed the DLC so far, but it it's one of those open world games where even though I knew it was all you know, open world-ass climb the tower and you get a bunch of dots and then go to the dots, yeah. I was excited to get more dots every time, because I wanted to go to a new part of the world, or I wanted to See a different creature or, you know, I wanted to go by that particular area because there's uh you know, there's a dino bot that is really cool and I like trying to fight those because they're hard or they're weird looking or I can ride these or, you know... Or there's a giant fucking bird in the sky that I, you know, giant mecha bird that I get to try to destroy. I know (laughs) they are, but it's fucking awesome when you, like, spend 25 minutes fighting one and finally, like, hit the last shot on that thing and it explodes in a shower of parts everywhere. Yeah. But... Yeah, mecha bird. Yeah. Damn mecha bird. Mecha bird. And, like, the final fight in that game is really good, too. There's, you know... There's so much they do right that it just completely erases anything that, that that is wrong with that game. We should get these um, people that are good at making the
2: gameplay stuff together with people that are good at making the story thing yeah. and make less games that are really
0: good. <laughs> yeah, right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, right. I'm just saying, like, I would let love the people that were writing Wolfenstein 2, let the people that were making
0: Horizon Zero Dawn, Yeah, you know, let's make one good game here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one perfect game I should well, say yeah but what would it, what would happen is EA would buy both studios and be like oh used to you're combined now <laughs> yeah. and then also you're shut down <laughs> right yes <laughs> that's, that's also what would you're happen. fired right. <laughs> right we'd get really excited for nine seconds until we saw everybody asking for jobs on Twitter um, which is how you find out about game studio closures yeah. these days but it just it, there's always did, farsight that those people can go work at <laughs> mm. right yeah hmm we just need one UI designer yeah, to go it. to Farsight. Um, but yeah, Aloy, more like Baloy. Am I right? Yes, I'm right. So right. That's totally. So totally right.
1: <laughs> well, well, I believe so those are our 40, our 40s. Yeah. <laughs> our 40 40s.
0: I hope you enjoyed a 40 while you were listening to the 40s. Uh We have some listener photies.
2: Oh, Ooh,
1: oh, yeah! yeah. I
2: want to yeah. hear what the people like. We would have had twenty fodies if PJ had had five. <laughs> <Almost>. <laughs> That's true.
4: Yes. Yes. If we uh, wait, like hmm? twenty-three more, more years. Oh, all right.
0: Then I will have. That's yeah. Let's not. We can. Uh, I will have twenty fodies for yeah. you. Mm-hmm.
1: All, all right. right. Uh, first up's Ian, where Ian's Fodie says, "Hi, quote." Sorry, uh, it says, "Hi quarters." Another year of games is on the books. <laughs> I've loved a lot of the marquee games that have come out this year. Getting shot with BJ and PUBG and Fortnite Battle Royale was always fun, and Neo is just amazing. I've spent a lot of time with strategy games this year, too. I wanted to give a shout-out to Steel Division Normandy 44. It's an RTS from French developer Eugen Systems, and it's about probably the most overexposed part of World War II, the invasion of Normandy. But the scale of it and how it handles morale made it one of my favorite experiences of 2017. You get to watch the front lines bulge and retract as you move your forces, and soldiers will hunker down or retreat when faced with superior enemy fire. And best of all, you can play in these absolutely insane 10 versus 10 matches, where you really get a sense of the scale of what happened on D-Day and the weeks that followed. Anyway, thanks for all the podcasts, my dudes. Ian, sent for my purple Mad cats GameCube controller. Nice. nice, I had one of those. It yep. was garbage. It was. It was real bad. I had a purple official Nintendo controller. I
4: had one of those too. I got the fake purple Cube one was purple. To, yeah, yep. to match it, and it was yeah. trash.
1: Yeah. Uh, next, we got one from Jay, who says his footy pick. Hey, No Quarters Crew, Jay from the prequel to Fallout New Vegas here. And as I mentioned in the Discord, <laughs> pimp the Discord here, please. Thank you. We have a Discord.
4: Yeah, Discord slash numbers. Yeah. It's they, go to not, our
1: website, go to go to bmfcast.com. <laughs> it's on there.
2: Yeah, did we ever put a we should put a link on No Quarters, I guess too. I think did we? I think it's there.
1: Nah, I hope yeah, so. We'll Either check. Way. We'll check. It'll be there by the it's time it's are It's definitely
4: there this. on the VAMCAS site. Yeah,
1: yeah. You'll find it. It'll be there. Anyway, so. he says you may know that my FODI is Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm enjoying it more on my second playthrough after losing my save from a botched transfer from launch PS4 to PS4 Pro. Oh. Yes, the climbing is straight out of Uncharted and hard to compare to Breath of the Wild, but the ability to set up traps and herd machines towards those traps to take down a whole herd is satisfying beyond belief. Not to mention the main story and side missions are fun and compelling. The bandit camps have a Far Cry feel that makes me happy, and the collectibles are, are acceptable in terms of quantity and placement. It's shocking how many games fuck this up, Arkham series. So yeah, Horizon with the DLC is 50 bucks on PSN and worth checking out if you like Tom Brader, Uncharted, or Far Cry. It's a solid one of those, and it makes it my fody. Ghost Ride the Horse Robot, Jay, (laughs) sent from my Bluetooth headpiece that doubles as my HUD.
2: Nice. I I forgot about the bandit camps. I almost... I thought about putting um, murder boner bandit murderer in the best characters. Oh yeah, I don't remember that. Dude. Was it a hawk? What was his name Hawk? Hawk. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Hawk. Hawk, that the, fucking hawk dude. the bandit murderer.
0: Yeah,
4: that guy fucking loved murdering. He bandits. really did.
2: was <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, I always put so him in best character
0: because like yeah. that dude was awesome and yeah. his eyes were shifty and I don't know, always <laughs> yeah. they did a really good job with his shifty eyes. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, everything that Jay said.
3: Yeah,
0: smart uh, man. Next up's Randy G. This is Randy G
1: from OKC here, uh, a <laughs> skewed one on the Discord. Oh, hey, buddy. Well, I could go in-depth on a single game, there's too many that I'd like to shout out, so here's a short list instead. Number five, Neo. Number four, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number three, Persona 5. Ooh. Number two, Injustice 2. And number one is Super Mario Odyssey. As always, Crash and Burn.
0: We shall. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Persona 5, a game none of us have touched.
0: No. yeah,
4: no.
1: Not,
0: Injustice? No. Did you play any of the Injustice? I played... Yes. It was
4: on I his played. mentions list. Was, oh, I, I
0: completed the story. story. It was I was in mean your Minchies.
2: And I've played some fights. <laughs> I don't play online because I'm not that good, but yeah. Yeah. you play online. I Well, I, I need to play some more single player fights because the, the whole bunch of DLC characters have come out. Oh, oh, that damn. shit's gotten and crazy. A, and a whole bunch yeah. of DLC
0: characters have come out. Like it's huh, a whole bunch of DLC characters have come out. Yeah. 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 More coming. Yeah. Like Hellboy's Hellboy. Ninja
2: Turtles are coming to it. It's, it's gotten fucking weird. Whoa. Seriously, fighting want...
1: games have started doing that, where they're just yeah. like, fuck it, man. Here's everything. Yeah.
2: You're in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, yeah. we went to your house we modeled you. you in the game. While you were sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're in Injustice. Sleepy yeah. Maggie is if you ever, if you <laughs> ever Injustice want to, 3 Twilight Edition. If you ever want to see a video of pure, unadulterated joy, look up the announced trailer for Injustice 2 with the Ninja Turtles, where they it like some fighting game con or something.
4: Oh, yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, the there's like, recent... there are like
2: three guys just fucking losing their shit. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs>
3: oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I like it. <laughs> all right. Uh, last one up is Jonathan,
1: who says, gentlemen, I don't have time to play as many games as I'd like, what with being a full time adult and all. But here are my picks for 2017. Honorable mention, Wolf of 2, The New Colossus, in a world where actual Nazis and their fans are a going concern. Being able to shoot them with reckless abandon was extremely satisfying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The game maybe has a few issues. I got lost a few times and it's hard to tell where you're being attacked from in some scenarios. But the story more than made up for it. A plus would murder Nazis again. Good. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. This is hands down my best of show. It has robot dinosaurs. It's gorgeous. The story is compelling and somewhat original. It has robot dinosaurs and you can shoot them with a bow and arrow or hit them with a stick. <laughs> I found the combat really fun. I'm a sucker for using a bow in video games. See also the rebooted Tom's <laughs> or Actually, wow. he
2: says Tom's Raider. Uh, oh, fine. Sorry. Okay. But Tombs still, Raider. I, I was in pr- Tom Brader mode. Props from the for LA. the uh, improper pluralization, yeah, which yeah, I'm Tom's always a fan yeah. of.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See also the rebooted Tom's Raider. Also, it has robot dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I look forward to what's next from the studio and hopefully the further adventures of Aloy. Congratulations to all of us for surviving the hell year of 2017, and may we be able to find enough ammo in the apocalyptic wasteland to come. Jonathan sent for my Pip-Boy.
0: Good. Robot dinosaurs are cool. Yeah. Yeah. He he clearly is a big fan of robot dinosaurs. Yeah.
4: I would get sad every mind. time I would lose my writing dinosaur.
0: Oh, yeah, but you could just whistle for a new one.
4: Yeah, but I would grow attached to the one I he had. He had a connection. I would tell stories to it while we rode across the plains looking oh. at nothing. <laughs> Like there's some berries over there. You mm. want to stop and get them, robot dinosaur? No, keep going. Okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> robot dinosaurs yeah. don't need berries. They need bat berries. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's maybe. how I know that we've been here too long bat- doing this.
2: <laughs> maybe maybe blackberries.
0: Maybe they can't. yeah. Maybe they <laughs> just eat <need> some blackberries. <laughs> Fuck. Eat too many blackberries, you get Bluetooth. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Close the show. All right. right. So,
1: (laughs) thank you for listening. Uh, Another another year in the books. Another photies down. If you want to write us, check us out noquarters.net. Write us at talk at Mm noquarters.net. Otherwise, you know all the socials. You'll find us everything slash noquarters.net. Yeah, it's easy.
0: Yep, yep. Come to us and then give money to our Patreon.
1: That is all. Yep. Patreon.com slash BMFCast. (laughs) Sorry. Sister show. Got to use that one.
4: It pays for this show. It does. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway.
1: (laughs) Sure. It's late. We're clearly all punchy. And let's get out of here. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.